Hello. Hello. Welcome to Behind the Curtain, where we get Broadway understudies to reveal all the secrets <laughs> of being on Broadway. Here we page, you can fix it here. Here's scoop it through here. Uh, we 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 listen. Chaotic episode. Yeah. Let me, let me tell people what's happening right now. I haven't seen Russell in, in, in a years. In a bit. You got a beard to really show just how long it's been. Shave it soon, but yeah. Uh, we we did announce on uh, the last episode with 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 April Clark and Grace Freud, uh, the news. You announced it when I wasn't here. Yeah, because it's coming out Tuesday. Oh, okay, okay. So we had to explain why. Got it. Okay. We weren't there. Okay. Uh, but tell them, tell the people, tell the people. Um, well, um, it's really simple. I'm I'm a Broadway person now. I'm a Broadway Ooh. actor. I perform on Broadway. Well, I, I perform. <laughs> I sit in a Broadway theater. And um, no, I, I. Yeah. So I'm going to be uh, the understudy to Josh Gad in Gutenberg the Musical on Broadway. Preview Ooh. starting September 15th. Limited engagement. 20 weeks only through January 28th. Yes. And it won't be like Titanic in terms of like. Um, if you come, I, I probably can't say hi like I could in the old days where I could just go down into a basement and say hi. You, you mean, know? But you're going to be leaving the the stage door. Yes, I am. Yes. Oh, yeah. You, I could I could say hi at the stage door for any downsider fans. How high do I need to move this camera for you to not put your hand in front of it? <laughs> I, uh, sorry, sorry. No, sorry, but, sorry. but like you will, even if you don't go on, do you know, you don't know yet if you're going to have to be there until the end. I think I will. So, so listen, if you're at Debbie Downsider, even if you don't see the show, go by the stage door. Go by the stage door. And when Russell comes out, make make. make I noise. want Josh Gad to be like, who's more famous than me on the show right now? It's um, Russell. Um, yeah, no, it's very exciting. Got to go see the theater. Uh-huh. I have my own dressing room with a fridge. Um, and I'm, now I'm thinking about decorating it. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to bring a chair from home, uh-huh. like a nice chair sure. with an ottoman. Because it's a big, I can just sit in there. Yeah. I want to be comfortable. I'm going to be spending a lot of time in that dressing room. So trying to think of all the things. I'm going to get a nice lamp for it, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm excited. I'm excited. And there is a chance I will be in the show sometimes. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, there's like a small cameo part uh, that usually, well, I don't know how much I can say. But sure. I, I, there's there's sometimes I might be in the show, but I don't know when. And and of course, if if by the way, if you want to know, if you want to find out the second Russell knows if he's going on, follow the Downside Pod. Yeah, on or, Instagram or, or and or and and follow me directly yeah. at <laughs> Russell J Daniels. Sure. That'll be the, <laughs> the direct to pod. the source. I will post it on Instagram if I'm going on at Russell J Daniels, because um, I've noticed that John Marco has I think 260 thousand followers, and I How have. Did you say? I think 260 thousand followers. More than Paige, that. Paige, you want to guess? What we got? What we got going here? Three hundred. That's very generous. I have two hundred seventy-nine thousand followers okay, on Instagram. Hey, it's grown since I've checked it out. <laughs> yeah, um, you said two, two, I, I'm saying, I'm saying, literally, I have ten percent of that. So, if maybe a few more downsiders could follow me, this would, this would, this would help my, you know, confidence. Um, yeah. uh, no. So, so I will well, Paige, post. So, so everyone knows, Paige is running the Downside Pod page. Yeah. Uh, oh, it's you running it. Yeah. What do you think it was, John Marco? I did. And now I'm going to respect it a little more. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. So, thank you. Thank you. So if you'd like to reach out to Paige. <laughs> I, uh, uh, well, so here's what we're doing today. Um, uh, this is, 
we have some exciting news too, uh, because because you know Russell, he's he's basically being an understudy is basically being uh, you're unemployed in a way. Yeah, and you're just getting paid. Listen, I mean, you're, you're mad. I'm on Broadway. <laughs> you went to school for Broadway. And <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> No, you had a very cool. Let's talk about your cool thing. No, well, well, let me say what this episode is because okay. people are going to be like, okay, okay, okay. So, so, so we're we're catching up. We want, you know, uh, there's going to be a couple episodes without Russell because he's got a hectic rehearsal schedule. Uh-huh. So I wanted to really get into the weeds, yeah. and talk with you. And also, this is kind of a little bit of a preview. We are we're doing this earlier than we were going to do. We are going to start uh, for the Patreon, Patreon.com/slash/downside, offering one. Bonus episode every month in studio. Uh, uh, me and Russell, Paige, if she's here, uh-huh. but she's she's traveling the world with her fashion designer boyfriend. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, uh, so if you join the Patreon, we wanted to make it worth it for you guys. Yeah. So listen, you join the Patreon. Not only do you get uh, almost pretty much one live episode every month for the most part, you get one bonus episode yeah. with, with, with me and Russell. With just the two of us, just which is what I think people like. Yeah, ultimately, ultimately, they are. Uh, it's this dynamic that no, we're, no. we're riding. Sometimes, on. no, yeah, yeah, keep going. And and then you get access to my comedy special, "The Rats Are in Me," and uh, other little bonus goodies. The merch is coming. We're we're nailing down my merch. We're nailing down my yamaka with uh, my new little leaning in logo. I don't. Okay, can I be honest? Mm. Um, I love that. The only thing I would say. Do you have an alternative to the yamaka? Only yes, yes. I, I we, think I, I think in the in the make a yamaka. Okay, good. Because I'm just saying, like in the height of there's some anti-Semitism happening these days. I think people would be scared about non-Jewish people getting a yamaka to like wear as like a you know. Yeah, this yeah, is my yeah. favorite comedian. You know, kind of thing. Sure, sure. So just for the non-Jews, I think I their shirts okay. and tote bags. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, but you better be wearing the yarmulke. You better be representing. I'll wear the so yarmulke. I'm gonna wear the, the yarmulke to opening night. <laughs> opening night. Oh my god. <laughs> I uh, uh, so tell. I want you to tell people though the the real funny part about being an understudy is uh, uh, oh yeah. Tell Paige, yeah. What your okay as an understudy? What does your Broadway debut look like? Okay. So well, in, in terms of non cameo, like let's say I'm you know. Josh Cat has to be out, and I'm going to have to be in. Um, so I, you know, that thought crosses your mind as an understudy. You're like, okay, there's maybe going to be a time in the four or five months I'm doing the show where I have to fill in. And thinking about how big of a moment that is for me in terms of, like, I've always dreamed, you know, when I was little, this is why I came to New York. I wanted to, I wanted to be on Broadway, you know, and this is like a huge thing. And so imagining that moment of like being like, okay, I'm going to make my Broadway debut in this big part on like just a two person show. And then imagining that definitely what's going to happen is that while I'm like having that moment backstage, kind of freaking out, it's very scary. It's like, blah, blah, blah. You're kind of panicked, but also this is a big moment in your life. One of the biggest moments realizing that they're going to make that announcement that Josh Gad's not appearing in the show and hearing a full Broadway house sigh and groan and be upset and being like, this is the biggest day of my life, people. Um, uh, but it may not happen. You know, it's a limited run, so he might do all every other every show, you know? So there's also that in your head of like, 
It might not happen. That's fine. That's what you sign up for. I hope I'm there, though, so I can be like. You can hear it. You can record so can, it. So you can hear so the, can record vo- it. You can record the voices <laughs> of And really shout out a, yeah. what the fuck? What the fuck? <laughs> Let's just go. I paid $300 <laughs> for. Guys, there's still a couple seats at Lion King. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> Rally everyone around. Um, no, yeah. So, I mean, um, uh, yeah. There's you, no. You just don't know. There's, there's no, guarantee. no guaranteed ones. No. No. Does. No. does does Josh make any joke of like, hey, uh, I'm clumsy? No, Are yeah, he's, he's joked about like, yeah. you know, like, like, well, you know, he's joked like in terms of like the first show is on Rosh Hashanah, and he's like, he's like, well, that's weird. That that's, he's like, we're gonna put Russell. Like, so there's like, you know, they're they're. That's probably the first time you've ever felt happy about a Jewish. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is the downside. One, two, three. Downside. You're listening to The Downside. The Downside. With Gianmarco Cerezi. By the way, I told, we're drinking. If you're, if you, you should watch this on YouTube. We're drinking we're out of drinking. paper cups so TikTok doesn't take us yeah. down. We're this, drinking. Social media is destroying our culture. Yeah. Uh, uh, I said to Tova the other day, I said, I bet, because I always have to type in my name for all the titles and stuff on uh-huh. YouTube, and there's a character limit. And I said, because of social media, Names will get shorter. Oh my god! Because if there's a hundred character limit, every time I put John Marco Cerezi, it's a huge chunk. I'd have much more intricate. You'd captions. be going by John, John <laughs> in the future. I, I, if I have a kid, I'm gonna name him Gu. Yeah. <laughs> Just yeah. Duh. <laughs> and uh, it's it's Ruda is becoming a, <laughs> another word. But uh, are you gonna be anxious when you when you have to do it? How do you deal with anxiety? What's your, what's your, when you're I don't anxious know. backstage? Because I, uh, I, you saw it uh, at at I did a taping. Mm-hmm. I did a taping, which unlike you being on Broadway, this is going to happen. <laughs> okay, wait. And well, when I saw you, I didn't go until you're not like, good with that after like the first round. So by then, you were. I assume in a way you felt like you had one good take. You had like okay, that was like yeah, great. I had a good yeah. take, but so here's so so thank Wait, God. Did there you were, tell what the, what the so take was I for? I can't no, say what it's for, even can't? though people were tagging it in the story. I you, saw that. Yeah, you yeah. can't say yet. No, when is this coming out? Uh, I think towards the end of November, if I'm oh, even allowed to say okay. that. Yeah. <laughs> so it was okay. it was a seven to nine minute set. It was uh, at Webster Hall. It was called Verified Stand Up. I don't know if that's the title at the end of the day. These mm-hmm. are all, all public information. Um, and uh, it was like a showcase, six, five comics, I think, and uh, seven to nine minutes. So first one felt really good. Uh, I went last. audience was hot. Yeah. And uh, then, and I was feeling good. It was good, right? Yeah, it was great. I was having a clap off with somebody else in the first row. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So I, Paige was there to juice it up. Good. Oh, yeah. Good. And uh, I felt good. I was moving Quickly, but not too fast. Uh-huh. I, I wanted to make sure I didn't like go way too fast. When I yeah. look at my Comedy Central, it's it's just like I, I get so energized. I'm just it's I'm, yeah. I, I stutter more than I need to. And then I went back and someone on the show said to me, great work. That was only like seven minutes, I think. And I was like, I thought I was like, what are you, are you saying? It was too short. Yeah. And I suddenly like immediately like the floor fell out of under my feet. Yeah, and then for the second one where I was going first, which I was nervous about. Yeah, I I was like, I'm gonna take my time. First was good, take my time, and I added, I added a chunk that I had not been working. Yeah. I mean, it was it had been fine tuned, but I added an extra chunk. I feel like I really took my time. The audience wasn't 
quite as like hot and clappy, but but I felt like I really got a good pace. Yeah, I felt really good about that one. But I was horribly anxious. Yeah, I was so stressed to be going first on one of the shows. Yeah. and I said to Tova, I said, managers and agents should play a game where they have to. Uh, no matter what position their client gets on the show, they have to explain why that's the best position they yeah. could have possibly gotten. Yeah, because that's what that's what they do. Yeah, no matter yeah. what it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, thirty nine. Oh my God, you're going thirty yeah. nine. Yeah. They're going to be yeah. so warmed by yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, the, and then have the reasons for why. You, you know, don't, like, you don't want to. Oh, you don't want to. You don't want to start. You don't want to start. You don't want to be seventh. You don't want to be tenth. You know, like you, no, no, no. You yeah. really lucked out yeah. with this one. Yeah, and uh, I think what's what's surreal. And I've said this, I think I've said this before, where this is the environment where everyone just wants you to feel good. No one wants to deal with someone like throwing a tantrum during a taped set yeah. or, or whatever. So if you're cynically minded, you go like, I don't, I can't trust anyone right now. Yeah. No matter what I do out there. It would be, I, I could take a shit on the stage. Paige would have said, such you good did a great work, job. brilliant yeah. work. You did yeah. great. <laughs> no, you original. have to because yes, as Wait. the as the like the thing increases of how much importance it is, it it does. It, there's a lot of pressure on everyone else to be like, no, it was great. You know, like uh, that, for, when I crack. But you know, you know though, you are you at least like. You would have known, like, if you're like, oh, well, they really weren't with me or something. You know, like, you're For not, sure. you're not like a performer where there's no self awareness. For sure, yeah. I think it would be tough with that hot of a crowd that was like told before this is the taping to like bomb, unless you were doing like yeah. new material yeah, yeah, when they yeah, didn't yeah, know yeah, where yeah. they were supposed to laugh. I, I I bet some comedians could find a way to do it, but yeah, it went great. In the middle, I said, "This next joke is for my friend Russell. Russell, are you here tonight?" <laughs> Wait, can I tell you? I asked you twice for information on how to go. Twice, nothing came in my email. No texts were sent. Really? Nothing. Ooh. Oh, I thought you submitted for the audience. No, I never got a link or anything. That's oh. why I said. You're not on the texting list. You're not You're not on the Jamarcus Arezzi's texting list? <laughs> Check out the comments on this episode. Listen, we're putting them in there. I thought, I thought you would just text it to me. I didn't know I had to go through your people or something. That's me. You got to go through me now. Yeah. <laughs> you you know well enough the burden of, oh, oh I have a big thing coming up. Let me individually Let me text tell you. my okay. loved ones. Let me tell you. I brought it up. I brought it up to you on the phone, the, the thing before. And then I truly did think that there would be something coming. And then I realized yesterday that nothing was coming. <laughs> and I and I, I will give you, I did not do any further things because I've been a bit overwhelmed with with the thing. But mm. I, so I'm sorry that I was not there. Sure. Um, sure. But uh, I will, I guess I'll get on your text update Or email list. list either or one. email list. Or, or both. both. I get or your both. emails. I get your emails. But I didn't get anything about that. Interesting. Interesting. Did I, on page, I guess. I know. I, uh, all right. It was a very urgent call to do it at like nine at night. I'm like, no, nobody's going to open this at night. Sure, sure. <laughs> all right. Well, we'll see how many times <laughs> I see. Uh... Let, me go check, let me go check to see if Russell Daniels okay. is in the mail chip yeah. right now. <laughs> um, listen, I'll make it up to you. You got a, you got a good birthday gift? You got a birthday yeah. gift? We're going to hang it up Where somewhere it? here. Uh, it's it's in there, but You're it's so uh, it's a uh, yeah. I'll I'll hang it over this. We're we're so can I have a little bit more uh, wine? Yeah, me sure. too. Yeah. Um, so Russell, Russell, I said like, hey, I said let's we're gonna drink a little. Let's drink a little, and because uh, I think that's what the Patreon episode should be, and uh, uh, you like Robeck, like hey, just 
you know, I can't get too drunk. Yeah. And I get here. Russell's already three beers in. He has no. to the studio. I mean, you were a beer in. I'm a beer in. And I knew you would be. Well, I, I didn't want to like be on the drinking episode and be like to- totally. Of course not. I though. didn't want to be like, you know. You're, I have anxiety about so many things, but mm. you have anxieties too. Definitely. Like, like, yeah. But what do you mean? Like, you, like, just the thought of like, oh no, Jamarco's gonna want to do ten shots of tequila <laughs> until I black out. No. Oh yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, so um, I, I knew honestly, this video is more so we can send to Russell's doctor when he claims that he's never drunk before. Never had a said, drink. Doctors, before. do you ever drink? Russell says, oh, never. Doc, um, no. Um, I, I'm a, I'm a teetotaler. But I haven't been drinking because of I've been very, you know, I've been nervous about. You know, being doing singing and things regularly, and being in good, ready to go condition for that. Do you so, feel yourself becoming more annoying? In in the and I I, I mean that I I'm, I'm obviously saying that with a joke, but like, can you feel that like mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, oh, huh. the, the 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 woman that Louis C.K. talked about in that bit on the train, and yeah, you're just yeah, like, yeah. it's important. No, um, not in that way, but yeah, in certain ways, for sure, maybe. I think um, I do feel like it's super boring to talk about, like, being, like, not drinking and not, like, you know. Yeah, yeah, Like, yeah. it's really boring to talk about. Um, but I do think that I, I, I had to set some boundaries in terms of, like, in able to do it. I want to be sure that I'm not going to, like, set myself up in case I need to go on. That there's any sort of like you know what's the other actor's name? Uh, the, the 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 who's all, who's Josh, Josh Andrew Reynolds. Andrew Reynolds. It'll be funny if you your lifestyle gets so healthy that by the end of this yeah. you're understudying Andrew Reynolds. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, but I think um, uh, and it's also kind of funny. It's kind of fun. I think in any time you're in a new job to like kind of cosplay like like oh now I'm like oh, I'm a Broadway actor. You know what I mean? Like yeah, it feels yeah, yeah. a little like that. I think I went through a phase of that when I joined Titanic. I'm like, oh, I'm a working actor kind of thing. Sure. Where I have tea now. I, I don't even like tea. Uh-huh, you know what uh-huh. I mean? Like that kind of thing. Thank um, you. Thank but, uh, oh, thank you. Um, but I, um, but in terms of what you were saying before, anxieties um, and performing, um, I feel like I'm just very quiet when I get really anxious mm. in terms of performance. I pace. I, I dance. definitely pace. I move a lot. Yeah. I was dancing though, because the thing about this kind of thing is like it's this taping. It's it's the most important taping I've done mm-hmm. thus far. Yeah, and I can't, I can't not do exactly what I need. Yeah, to be ready, and if that means like dancing near uh, Namesh Patel, who I like want to seem cool near, yeah. I I'm gonna dance. Yeah, I'm gonna dance. We had uh, a tech, and like you know, I was trying to move, and it was a, it was a big stage. And I was trying to figure out like how to do some things I would do at a club, and I I <laughs> Tova I wanted Tova there. You know Tova is uh, we talk about it. The the word muse feels fitting, mm-hmm. um, as as uh, uh, gross as it is, and I, I wanted her there. And like she she fucking she she was like late or they started the tech earlier and she wasn't there. And I've been doing this long enough. I I I know. The one way I can make sure they don't run the tech without her there, I left the building. Can't do the tech if I'm not there. God. I left the building. How many people are waiting to do their tech because of you? No, I think it, 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 they were going early. 
But I'm like, listen, I'm not doing it without Tova there. I need Tova there as like as a, and it was one of those things where normally I would be more subtle about like saying to Tova like, do you think for this for this? But it's like I'm in a tight tech, yeah, I'm taping that night, and there was no hiding it. Tova was what I was like, I need you here. I need to ask you every question, and I I can't hide that I have these questions. Like people are gonna sh- are gonna see what your role is in my creative process fully. Yeah. And on top of this, Tova's getting her eggs frozen. We just got her first shot. I we got a nurse to she has to do shots every day. Two shots. Every day. Every day. Uh, For how long? For how until many years? until the uh, like years? ten days, twelve days. Oh. Until <laughs> until the egg extraction. She has to get her blood drawn every two days. This is a fucking nightmare. And you're how did normally they come to your house? No. They they send you this all the medical equipment to do a shot. What are we heroin addicts? That's what it was like. How would you know how to do that? It's it's well. So they they send it to you with videos. Tova called me. She said, "Can I can I move the toaster so I have room for like the?" And I was like, "Yeah, of course." Because we don't have a lot of space. There's got the trash can for the needles, which always looks like serious. You know, it's red. It's got a hey, be careful. Yeah. And uh, although I don't understand why you can't reuse needles if it's just for your own body. But I'll trust the doctors on this one. Trust them. <laughs> and and it's also thousands of dollars for these vials oh and these God. needles. And and we got these instructions about how to do it. And like, you know, they, they have the thing with the bubble. It's like you you're supposed to tap it to make the bubble go out. And you're like, well, if there's a little bubble left, does it kill you automatically? Oh my God, you I'm gotta so wait. stressed. And with the bubble, you gotta wait for. Oh. You know how with the needle, you got a little, a couple droplets to fall off. Yeah. Like that shows that there's no more air left. But I'm so neurotic. I'd be like, continue. Like we need more droplets. We need, by the end, there'd be no more fucking liquid. Yeah. <laughs> so we thank God we found like nurses do come. It's not cheap. It's like 150 bucks per Time. session. So that's coming hundred fifty dollars every day. Yes. Ooh. For ten but, days. That's eleven fifty. That's let, let me tell you, seeing her do it just now, thirty minutes Sexy. ago. Sexy. So hot. <laughs> so hot. The way you were like, the way that nurse came. I was in. like, what about two hundred bucks? What do we get? One hundred and fifty bucks, toots. <laughs> I, I I gave it to her like I was I was going <laughs> making it rain. And and how how long was she in the apartment for? I mean, it must oh, be so quick. Ten minutes, super quick. And for a second, I thought, like I said to Tova, like I was like, let's watch really closely in case we ever do need to do it. We have these videos, and she did it so she did it so fast. And I promise, if we did what the, she did, the way it they do it, two hours. The way she uh, it, was it really is like you need someone with a confidence who's done it a million you times. You need someone with a yeah. degree is what yeah. you need. Um, I, I, yeah. I'm always amazed. You know, people get we. I, I get so stressed about like all sorts of medical things. I'm, I love. I, I'm great at getting shots. Really? Like great. It does not bother me at all. I never even feel it. I'm like an elephant where like they have the <laughs> skin or something is like. I never feel it at all. I feel like I'm like that's it helps amazing. that you're always drunk for the appointment. <laughs> <laughs> no, but um, really, the, you do you do you even look at it or do you look? No, away? I do not look. You don't look, but I don't really feel it. It doesn't bother me that way. Um, but I but where do the shots go in for this? In in her in her stomach where she's been the putting stomach estrogen oh. pads for the oh. last week. Estrogen pads. What does and that mean? Even it, it it just boosts your estrogen. But how do you, you're putting it just like like. Like yeah, like patch? like a tobacco patch or something. Like it just oh. through the skin. Oh. So this nurse says, she's like, so side effects wise, worst case scenario, it's like 
PMS times 10. <gasps> and I was like, oh my God, PMS times 10? It was like, you know, it was like, you don't watch Dragon Ball Z, but it'd be like Super Saiyan. It's like, it's like this, it's like 10 times the strength. And I'm like, times 10? How do you even calculate that? Yeah. Right. I didn't even calculate times 10, but that's Immedi- a lot. Immediately or like delayed? Like how quickly? Well, I this? got the fuck out of that apartment. The second, the second shot was in, I said, I got to get to the podcast taping. I'm terrified I come back in, the lights are off. Uh, well, that's I'm exciting, though. It's exciting, and like, as as the man not getting anything done, I just have to be like, it's gonna be okay. Yeah. But PMS times ten, I am Oof. fucking yeah terrified. Yeah, but imagine how Tova must feel about that too. I feel like that's got like exactly, like Paige. Exactly. Mind. Like, and you have no control over it. I think the, the kind of, yeah the, that that's the question the control part this is what we talk about sometimes. oh my I say, god I say to Tova, no. I say I say I say because she'll be like she'll be like <laughs> she'll say it to me she'll be like so you know I'm gonna be a monster and I'm like do we have to start with that language could we start <laughs> with we're gonna feel emotions and we're gonna breathe and we're gonna not turn the monster on you to think that you're like a, a, a self fulfilling prophecy. With PMS, <laughs> like like people are like giving themselves permission to be monsters. I just don't like it to, to to literally Is that be what like you're saying. <laughs> so she asked the nurse. She said like, "What percentage of people?" She's basically saying, "Are we wimps for having the nurse come in? Like, how many people are doing it? Yeah, uh, on their own." And she says, "No, a lot of people. Like, usually a lot of single women will have a nurse uh, come in to inject the shot." You, and I listen. No, I I. I think you're doing the right thing. Yeah. I think there's a lot of guys probably that are like, I got this. And the reason that, that the <laughs> egg extraction probably gets fucked up is because overconfident men is like, I got this. Like, like, like really confidently, like just jabbing their girlfriend or wife and not knowing really how to do it is what I would suspect. Tova said that someone uh, said to her like, oh, you're, you're getting your, your eggs frozen. I guess you and your boyfriend are getting pretty serious. And she was like, actually, it's kind of the opposite. <laughs> we're we're like well we're well, not making this decision know. anytime soon. It really does suck that there's yeah. like a you know a time thing. Yeah, it sucks to be a woman. <laughs> I mean, that's true. It is true. That's true. no. Listen, I mean, uh, all this shit. I'm like, you have to deal with when we all get in our fifties and sixties. We're gonna have to deal with some horrifying medical things that I think about every night. But I don't. <laughs> oh, you'll get there. You'll get there. You're but, young. You're young. <laughs> but women just have to deal with some body stuff just y- earlier on in their life that is so fucked up. This is this yeah. is the number of things: two shots, a pill, estrogen pads. Yeah, it's brutal. Okay, getting an IUD inserted. Exactly. Like I cannot believe that they don't give you any kind of like pain medication for an actual like medical procedure. It's horrifying. It's for, may, may I ask, do you have an IUD? I do. That's why I'm talking about it. <laughs> sure. I imagine. Because Tova, we, we were looking into it, and she sent me these TikTok videos oh. where they show a video of, of just their face as the IUD gets inserted. Yeah. Oh, my God. Which I would never... Listen, I'm all for content wherever I can find it. But if I was getting a catheter put yeah. in, I'm not like, baby, get the phone. <laughs> oh, God. I got I to... Gotta, hey, you're not like... You're not put under... No, 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 just like stone cold, like, here you go. Open you up. <laughs> Let's put that thing up your cervix. They don't numb. They, they don't do anything. No. There's got to be some sort of. They just tell you to take Tylenol. 
That's it. And then, like, I also asked the uh, the doctor, I'm like, do I need anybody here to, to drive me home or to, like, you know, take me to this appointment? And they're like, no, you'll be fine. They're like, no, you should bike home. <laughs> and then I literally sat in my car for, like, 30 minutes after the procedure. And I was just like, I'll be fine. I'll be fine. I was just trying to, like, calm myself down so that I was, like, in a good enough place to drive back. Mm. But, like, I can't believe that they, like wouldn't suggest to have somebody take you home. Sure. Yeah. Because it is like a painful thing. And it's like for an extended period after that too. It was just like having a period every single day for like three months. Oh and you're imagine bleeding every wait, single day wait, for that's three what months. Happens? Yeah. Oh, I don't know how any of it works. And then they're like, you gotta like let it settle in for like six months. And then after six months, six if months? it doesn't like get if the bleeding doesn't subside or if it gets worse or if the side effects are bad enough like get it taken out but it like, seems like the getting it taken out would be bad too yeah exactly which is like i'm nervous about that too like once it's in there you're like just keep it in there what you what know? five years five years five but years. It, 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 there's a range there's different types so it's like as little as three years could go up to 10 years you have a copper one which is like non-hormonal but um i would say the average is like five years hopper copper yeah it's like a natural repellent, I guess. I don't know how it works. But. I don't because we we did the 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 Nuva ring, the Nuva ring, and it's uh. You're so unconfident you? as you're talking about this <laughs> because it, it's it's the the Nuva ring was big, but the thing is you could you could feel it. Yeah. Okay. So okay. Well, that's the thing that like guys or you know people say about like if you have an IUD. That you can feel it, but apparently, like that's just not true. Like that's a myth. That, but like, I so what do you I think? What, do, what, different, what do they think they're feeling? They think that they're so big, so well endowed <laughs> that they can <laughs> I feel. Don't know. I don't know. If this is <laughs> no, but I I, I went on a couple dates. <laughs> I went on a couple dates with a woman. She she told a story on the storytelling show where maybe her IUD like like got unlodged or whatever, but a guy was having sex and it like. Sliced his dick like oh my like, god like in the middle like deep like had to go to the hospital oh right away. oh my god as you told the story someone fainted in the audience yeah I'm about, about to faint <laughs> literally <laughs> oh okay yeah no it can god. shift can you imagine did she know him were they like like close I, I'm, I'm not sure like oh. let me text her right now yeah. this would be a good way to get back in there I uh, <laughs> she yeah but the new ring the new ring you definitely could feel and some this is. This is intense. Sometimes, <laughs> oh, I don't know if I should. You, on the process, in, in the road to the final thing, mm -hmm. you kind of, let's get it up in there. Let's do a little more, uh, more hands than normal. Get it up there. Get it all set. Sometimes it would slip in. Oh. Slip in the Nuvaringa. You tried, I tried it, you know, it felt like I won. <laughs> like I got the brass ring. So what is what is your wife? Do you do you have anything? Uh, any kind of birth? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not gonna talk about it on this podcast. IUD? It's not a ring. No, an I IUD. A pill. Pill, yeah. Pill. Okay. Well, I guess sure. I revealed. <laughs> you yeah. did. No, but like that's the I would say like, probably the more common thing. I like took the pill for like Did you have know. side effects? I mean, I don't know. It, that's the thing. It's like, am I just crazy or is well, this that's what's hard about all of it, is yeah. that you're like you don't like because it, women exaggerate a lot of claims. Women, 
crazy. No, 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 no. But it's like you're you're messing around with all sorts of hormone stuff, and then there's already natural stuff. So who's to say? Right. It's like, am I just chronically like, or and what's do I have the like best chronic anxiety, too. or is this a result of the hormones that I am? ingesting that's what i say to tova i say are you mad at me because i just think wrong or is it just the hormones it becomes like the same thing and there's like no distinguishing of it and it's like it sucks because like i don't know what my adult personality is like without some kind of hormones because i've been yeah birth control since Uh, i was like 18 yeah so i don't know it's interesting wow but that is but that is the the thing i think with we're like the nuva ring the one of the side effects was mood swings but I can't ever suggest whenever there's an argument, is it possible? It's the mood swings that were on the piece of paper. Mm-hmm. I just have to take it. But don't you have your own medications that maybe have side effects that... that I'm even-tempered 100%. <laughs> <laughs> uh. um, so, so, yeah, w- hopefully... I mean, and there's just also the stress of, like, you're, we're doing all these things. It's so much money. And then it's kind of like you hope it works out. The, the, at least as much as I know, the eggs get enlarged, and then they, they, you get blood testing, and then one day they go ready to harvest them. And then, But there's just so many ways that it could go wrong. Yeah. And then you go through this whole fucking thing for nothing. And there's no, there's no like, Oh well, we'll give you the more medication for free second time around because we didn't get the eggs. Like it's just such a fucking gamble. Yeah, and it just sucks. And you don't have to set any semen aside or anything. No, so that's that's in vitro in uh, yeah. in vitro fertilization. Why are you looking at me like as if I would know? Because we definitely don't. <laughs> so yeah, if that's IVF. Direct, I'm not going to look that's here. IVF. IVF in vitro fertilization. So that's you know you're just you're just doing it so that if if can I say a weird thing that happens though people. Because we were we were at like parties for this this taping thing, people who we barely know will like casually like bring up like, oh so so kids are you gonna have kids or what are you planning or oh, do you yeah, want yeah. kids and I'm like, it's one of the few times in my life that I'm like that's none of your fucking business. You th- you're gonna come over casually like you're asking about the weather and talk about like one of the biggest questions at the existential core of our relationship casually, and I have to tell you over music. Let me tell you this: <laughs> I understand why their brains go to it when you say you're freezing eggs. I understand it, but I think knowing you is why I would not be like, even me, be like, "Are you thinking of having kids, John yeah. Marco?" Do you know what I mean? Like, I mean, we could have that conversation, but I don't think. I knowing you, I, I would not push that upon you, but I also think that I can see how people's brains, if they don't know you as well, be like, oh, well, they're doing this proactive step of some kind. I can see how, but it is very intrusive. I would kill for you to have a kid. I would kill. I think I would be a really good dad, but I, I think I, I don't, I definitely, no, I, not I think, I know I don't want to be a good dad. Could you just be a bad dad? <laughs> be a bad dad? No, I want to be like. Do you think it'd be a good? Do you, do you think of any like? Is is there? What do you think you're bad? Like, what's the bad? Because you don't talk to me about your your dad a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, which you know, something's got to break. If you can't talk about your fucking Broadway show, you're gonna have to talk about your fucking family's dark secret. <laughs> something's gotta fucking snap. Yeah. But what would I know very clearly? Like the the worries I'd have about the dad I'd be. Uh huh. If you were a dad, 
What's like your bad? My main worry is that I I don't want to be a dad, so I would I would I would resent like having to do all that stuff. Like yeah. I, the thing is, I can hang out with kids and love kids, like and be like, this is so fun, and get like you know, it is like when I have like nephews and they say sweet things to you, it's so moving, and you can feel like glimpses of what that would feel like if yeah. if, if if if. It was your kid, uh-huh. but I think ultimately, like when I look at the day to day of parents, I fuck that. Not none of it. None of it is is interesting. Or and I'm not I'm not judging them either. I'm just saying, like for me, none of it is something I want to do participate in. I I think that I get um, there's so many like you have to be so present and so like like to not be shitty at it. You have to be so present and so like. Uh, here's this question I don't really want to have time or have time to answer that I will answer, and it's rapid fire like blah blah blah. To not just be dismissive and be like shut the fuck up, just shut the fuck up. Sure. And and that happens for everyone. It just does. But I but I also think that so it's it looks exhausting to me that I would feel shitty in the moment being like I don't want to deal with you, go away. I don't know. I just know that I I don't the day to day of it all. Would not does not really something I want to participate in. I I I just like I like so much ha- being able to somewhat be have a freedom to like you know live a life without that. And I and I think that ultimately that is more that's more of a thing I want to pursue in this lifetime than um, <laughs> than than uh, I don't know having to fully raise something, you know. I just I think I'm more surprised by your resolve where like I feel so many ways where I like don't want to have a kid. I, I the part of me is just like I I I don't believe anyone can be I, ambitious and have a kid like I or be a good dad. Yeah. And be a good dad. And like I certainly I agree. Oh, especially like especially at the level that we're both in where you're like you're like we're not like here's Hey, raise this kid for me, nanny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kind of kind of thing, which like is fucked up, but truly like in my head of like if I had to do it, it would have to be someone raising it full time. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. Not me, but that that's fucked up. It's like that that is how I feel, and ultimately, I don't know. I, it's even like the stuff where you're like, "Isn't this cute?" I'm like, "I don't." It's not that cute. I don't. It's just See, it really. It so doesn't. It really is. Me. It really doesn't. I don't. There's something about it that is not interesting to me. I like. I want that feeling of like going to sleep and my my son is like just resting his. I have dogs that I hold yeah, like that. You yeah, know. Sure. Sure. And I, and it, there's so much little of a like. Uh, I don't think about them at all when I'm outside. So I think um, I the panic of like. Having to, I would worry so much, and I don't want any of that. So I think, I think I'd rather what my I my resolve is, I'd rather be sad about not doing it mm-hmm. when I'm older. If than, I had, if I had than, a kid, than would doing you be... it and being like kind of like mad at this kid for making me sure not be able to do things. If I had a kid, would you participate? Yeah, that's the yeah. thing. I, I love all my friends who have kids. All my you know my nephews, I my niece, I, like I I love. Being around kids and like, like doing if I that showed up, thing. I said, "Hey, I'm I, I just got last minute booking, headlining San Francisco Punchline. Here he is for four days. I'll be right back. Okay, oh four God. days. That's a lot. No, I love all of that. I love. That's I, my biggest. My biggest is like, are you out of your mind? I have no family near me to take care of these kids. Exactly. If, if I lived w- near my sisters, maybe. 
My mom, it depends if she's got a guy. She's my mom. My mom's in love with this guy right now. No, you told me. Oh my god! Watching an adult who's in love, you're like, you're like, you've done this ten times. Like, get like enough. Grow up. Uh, grow, <laughs> grow up. Yeah. Like, and then she's she's moving to Port That's Portland. How, wait, can I say Whoa. this real quick before you? Yeah, you can say it. Can I say? That's how I feel about like pop stars who have like so many boyfriends. I'm like, grow <laughs> the fuck up. Will you be an adult? Like, I'm sorry. No offense. Ariana Grande. Like, you, how, like, come on. Like, and not even her, but like other ones, you know, like where it's like, uh, then they may do an album about them. And I'm like, you've been in love so many times. Like, in, we've all watched it for 10, 15 years. Grow up. Like, they can't sure, all be sure. that great. You know what I mean? Well, for them, I feel like. Some of it is I certainly experience farm for material. Uh-huh. And I just have to imagine if you're Taylor Swift or whatever, or you're Ariana Grande, you're like, Those are the let two, me really. let me go fucking yeah. let me just go, <laughs> let me fall in love and break up and so I can Olivia Rodrigo at eighteen. It just doesn't feel it just doesn't feel like I'm a little like the people that are like still like feeling things from their songs. I'm like, how do you still believe that? There's no way they're feeling that. They're using it, baby girl. They girls. do. They get married. I mean, I don't know how they That's get married. That's what I'm saying. It's crazy. It's crazy. It's crazy. If you're like, I'm engaged to any pop star, be like, don't. It's gonna. Ru- it's done already. You're, it's already when done. When the priest says, "It's already you done." Take him to be your lawfully wedded wife till how death. How do people do not laugh immediately? They should be like, "Oh, till <laughs> death." How do people not I laugh? Maybe at that ceremony. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I just I always think it's funny like when Olivia Rodrigo first her first album she was 18 and she had these songs about you know some guy who broke her heart and I want to yeah. be like get she over you're 18 <laughs> she was 16 you'll that never album. worry yeah, yeah you'll you'll never care about this guy you're not my, gonna remember him in 25 when you're 25 like you know my sister went through a, a breakup she was a senior in high school and he they dated when he was in high school but he went to college and of course I wanted to tell her like right away like. Like sweetheart, when he gets to college, who's gonna he's gonna fuck someone so quickly? But I didn't say that. Yeah. But she was so emotional, and I it, it was that feeling of wanting to be like, oh sweetheart, I promise in five in in two years you'll never care about this. Yeah. You'll never care about this. Yeah. But do you have you have things you don't you didn't care about? Like even looking back now. I I feel like I got that out of my when I was in fifth grade. I so remember having this thought. There was a. There was a girl named Genevieve Ryan, who uh, is, is beautiful married. name, beautiful name, beautiful gal, and uh, <laughs> she was tall. We I did this thing called How Mrs. Tall. Fifth grade, <laughs> fifth. I mean, you just <laughs> she was tall, and Four I foot. would do this thing. Do I? Did I ever tell you I did this thing called? It was called Mrs. Simpsons because she ran it. If once a month, we would dress in suits, and the ladies would dress in their dresses. And we would learn. It was like something out of like a, the southern. Like if I had a, a, a what do they call it? The ball or the, the debutante, debutante ball. ball. Yeah. And it was like once a month we'd show up. The guys would sit on one side. The girls would sit on one side. And and Mrs. Simpson was like very regal and uh, uh, would go, <laughs> "All right, men, pick the women for a dance." And the men would stampede. Oh my to the God. woman that they wanted to dance with, yeah. and the first dance was the most important because you would meet with that person at the end of the night. Oh, and and I was not athletic, so this was a very this was truly like it felt like you were learn like 
even Mrs. Simpson probably was a practicing Christian and didn't believe in evolution. And yeah. it's like, well, actually, in this moment, we're experiencing evolution because yeah. the guys who were faster so funny. got to the, the women so they wanted to be with. And I would, I would run <laughs> to try to get Genevieve, and I would sometimes get her. But the saddest part is that there was not an even number of men and women. Yeah. So there was always the no. same oh. eight, eight, eight fifth graders, eight, maybe 12. And like, you know, God bless them. One had headgear. One had big braces. Women or men? One was pimply. It was women. I mean, it should oh. be the other way. It should be the, It should be on the men. You can learn how to run. These women, there's nothing they can no, do. No, they're just not getting ran to. <laughs> uh, oh, that is brutal. That's so sad. It was, it was brutal. Why is that teacher doing that? Because it's it's old school. It's old school. I listen. At least you confront the realities of life. You think that's good? I don't know if it's good, but it's with the life. It's the world. Yeah. Uh, I agree. And you sure, and you got to know. You got to know. And Genevieve Ryan, she was the one that I'd always go for, and and so you'd learn the box step, the cha cha slide. <laughs> And then one other thing, and I mean, it was, it was like Karina. eye contact. But it, honestly, it was it was very like this is as you were going through like puberty, and like it, it in a way I don't know it. It did give you an excuse. To, I am drunk, by the way. I felt it like as I was telling the story. Yeah, that's this, hilarious. This yeah, I can, I can tell. But, <laughs> but <laughs> I can't wait to listen back and be like, oh no, getting this drunk is a bad is idea. Unlistenable. <laughs> They have not finished one thing. They have not finished one but, thought. That's a great but point. I remember in fifth grade saying to myself, I know people this age, when they say they're in love, oh my God. like, you know, they're full of shit. But Genevieve is going to be my wife. Like, I didn't have the first thought of Genevieve's going to be my wife. I had the second thought of, yeah. oh, I know, like, a lot of other guys, they have this thought. Yeah. But I know... <laughs> Genevieve's gonna be my wife, yeah. and and I can remember believing that. That's so interesting. I remember in high school going when I saw uh, Freaky Friday. <laughs> I Wait, the thinking, Lindsay Lohan version. The Lindsay Lohan version. I remember thinking like, I'm gonna be successful in my life. Oh my god! And I'm gonna wait. marry. Lindsay Lohan. John Marco, you still might. You still could. <laughs> I still It's could. not off the table. That's actually, true. Let me tell you this. She's actually pregnant. No, I think it actually is. Really? So what? So so she could you could be her, her stepdad, like or their stepdad. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, don't write it off. Like you don't know what the future holds. You could be sixty years old married to Lindsay Lohan. Uh, but listen, I think I know what you're saying. I don't think I I don't think I thought that I would be married when I was like that age. But I, I felt like it was real love. But you currently and maybe, think... maybe it still is. You do believe now yeah. that you're going to stay with Nicole yes. forever. Yeah, and yeah, we yeah. from the outside are like, okay. <laughs> Speak for yourself. Oh, my God. Don't let me into yeah. this. That's crazy. <laughs> I, um, it's more I just love like, Nicole. But it's like seeing my mom. So my mom, she's, she's going to move to fucking Portland with this guy. Yeah. But also once good, again, like like she's. But she's, I and I've I've said this to her face because she'll listen to this. I said I said, I need to meet him. I need to meet him, and I understand that these roles are weird. I understand, but if I married someone, and she she would say, "Can I meet them?" and she owes that to her children, because you're saying you're bringing someone into your life who at least in theory you're saying whenever i see you i'm going to see him 
You need yeah. to reverse the way that the world works. Uh, you know, you're not going to just run away with this guy, old lady. You need. Your mom's not old. How old's this guy? Uh, I don't. Uh, she. He's got to be older than her because I know that's like. What does he thing. do? I don't even know. But I, I. I know. I know if my mom's. I know if my mom's in love. He's, he's, he's some, something's, something's good. Well, something's he's a Monday or the. <laughs> <laughs> Something, but to see your mom in love or like talking in this way, or or yeah. like I haven't heard from my mom for three weeks, and you're like, "Hello, oh wow, wow, okay. yeah, that's that's a lot." Yeah. On a darker note, when you have these things like these, like the taping, which was like a big deal, uh-huh. there is a. I think I do feel sadness where it's like. There was a there was a moment it seemed like my dad was gonna come like randomly come to New York the week of the taping and I called my my poor sister who has to be like the interlocutor mediator for all, a mediator for all this yeah. I, I had to be like do not tell him that I have a taping he cannot come to it be there yeah and it's sad yeah it's sad he doesn't know about the taping. If I told him about the taping, he'd, he'd be like, he, I'd have to walk him through. I think better to wait till it comes out and then to send it to him. Yeah. I'm working on, I think, what is my first joke that I do think would upset my father. Oh. Like, I think I've said a lot of like. As if the other stuff would That's the point. The other stuff, the other stuff, which I've talked about is heart surgeries, cheating, mm-hmm. dating younger. I think I found one that is so personal. Ooh. Uh, that isn't even mean towards him. It's not even mean towards him. It just talks about something that he's very emotional about. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, that it's about he um, he basically the joke is essentially, it, but it's true. If you ask my dad who his best friend is, he'll say Kevin. Kevin's my best friend. And the thing about Kevin is he died in 1971. Whoa. See, it's oh, funny. Wow. But it's like, but he basically had a What's friend who was true? 18. He died in a motorcycle accident. Oh my god! And but the problem is that like, in his mind he's like, that that was it. That was the friend. And I'm like, okay. Even if you get to heaven, heaven's moved on at this point. The the men, the men, our our fathers, they did not have. They do not have friends. Yeah. Like I, I I almost feel like it's like, if only now he could be like Kevin. You want to do a podcast to make sure we see each other once a week? Do have friends, (laughs) but I I think more way more so than our generation. Like that generation just doesn't. The man didn't have friends, and like, or didn't. I don't know what happens, but like they didn't. They didn't pursue it because also my dad did have friends at one point, and still has like couples friends with my mom. You know, like couples friends. It's not like it's not the same as like friend friends. You know, I think there's a thing where like Tova Tova has such a great group of friends, but it never feels full to me because I'm like. If Tova and I break up, you are not my friend anymore. Mm. And that caveat to a relationship is huge. It's deep. It's it's underneath all of it. Mm-hmm. And have you had people uh, that you were friends with both and they broke up and you stayed friends with both? No. Or ended in divorce and stayed friends with both? No. And I, I've seen I've seen it just. You know, I'm trying parents. to think right now, too. I, I feel like you usually pick one. We were going to yeah. do... And usually it's the one that you liked. 
Sure, yeah. sure. Obviously. But like she's been friends with these people. But like we were gonna do until you booked this thing. We were gonna go. Uh, oh yeah. Lamping to Governor's Island, and you, me, uh, uh, Tova, and your wife were gonna do shrooms, mm-hmm. and it was gonna be glorious. And so now you can't. So we found Tova's friends are gonna do it, and it's gonna be great. Yeah. But I just know deep down there's this thing of like. You're Tova's friends. Yeah. 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 And and if you went, even if Tova and I broke up, it you know, we'd still be friends. And you'd she'd still be your manager. Oh yeah. And so oh, there yeah. there was a relationship. <laughs> I haven't thought of that one yet. No, no, but but we would we would I that that's what I would yeah it would be different. I'd make a passive aggressive. Would be like so you would be so gonna... annoying about it. I would. No, I I think no. I actually, disagree. no. Actually, I, I no. Think, listen, we I'm can changing. joke. We can joke on the podcast. I'm, but I think I'm I am a my good tune. friend. I'm already. I'm changing my tune. I think you actually you'd be really respectful about it. I'd be really respectful. I think it would be like, you know, it'd be like a weird couple weeks. You'd be like, you're gonna be like, and how are you? How's everything? You know, and I'd be like, and I would know not to bring up certain things, and then it would be fine. Russell, so Russell called me last week because we haven't <laughs> seen each other in a while. And Russell, by the way, uh, uh, I listened to, I was going to pull the clip, but I'm too lazy. <laughs> Bert Kreischer and uh, Tom Segura, who do a podcast together, they started an episode. I just saw it on YouTube. And I guess before the episode, they had had a serious talk about how Tom Segura feels like Bert sometimes ignores his texts and calls okay. and how it really affected him. And it, it was just funny because Russell called me last week and it was very sweet. Because he's been busy. I haven't seen him as much. And he called me to, like, talk. He called to talk and share. And not that feeling of, like, Russell trying to get off the phone. But the way Russell started, he said, hey, I'm calling. Like, I'm just, like, <laughs> like he gets, like, extra points for being, like, that's a regular. Pro- that's what it's like you're head. calling that's your what mom. Went through, that's what went through my head, too, while I was doing it. I was, like, being, like, hey, this is me making an effort. But also, I had the... Just so you know, I had the genuine impulse to call and talk to you on the phone. So I wanted to highlight that I was like, I was feeling new things. I was feeling it was like lovely. I want. I hadn't seen you in a while. Like I does feel I miss you. I feel like I haven't seen you as much, and I've been away, and lots, of, and so much is happening. You sure. know, like you know, ending the other show, and oh, we going, had, so we had know. such good drinks with your friends the two weeks ago. That was so nice. When was that? It was after. Oh yeah, that yeah, was yeah, nice. Yeah. 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 I listen. We're we're both we're both doing things. Is yeah. there any more? Yeah. Let's let's do a little more. I can I can push. Yeah, I have a thing still, but I, uh, I have oh another. God, cup. You have to go to something after this. Oh no! I'm no, I I have an eleven thirty spot in your. Oh coming. my God! But why? That's I, disgusting. I just did a taping. I, I'm gonna be a little loose. I gotta work where, on some where's more. Where's your spot? New York Comedy Club. I'm gonna take oh. a cab. I'm being I'm being a fucking. But but the thing about I because I added a little extra to the set. Like I, I did a new, uh, a little stuff that I wasn't planning on doing. Yeah. And there was a thought where I'm like, oh, this is really good material that I'm burning. This, 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 this is big enough that I'm like, okay, the jokes I do in this, it's burnt, it's done. Yeah. And uh, now I feel the stress of like, an hour is gonna come up next, and I burnt some really good jokes. It's tough. Yeah. It's tough to feel like you're like, I gave up. I fully feel like I've burnt my best opener yeah. that I've ever written. Yeah. Oh, wow. That I've ever written. Wow. Um. So, what kind of wine is this, Paige? No, but I'll I'll repeat it. No, I'll repeat. <laughs> oh yeah, it's very good. Kiss, 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 Maddie kiss, lips. kiss, Maddie's lips. You like Cabernet Merlot? Kiss, kiss, Maddie lips. Um. 
I uh, I feel like I feel like what's fun with the Patreon, and I do think like we'll get Douglas on some Patreons, definitely. And uh, I love Douglas is never here while I'm here, so it'd be fun uh, to have him. Chris, Chris is. Chris said to text the other Let's day. Let's talk about I, Chris. Chris said to text the other day that I will not uh, that I cannot say the details of, but was so fucking funny. Wait, to to all of us or just to you? Uh, the the one hint I'll give you is uh uh, oh god I forgot the word. Scoliosis. Oh yeah, one of the funniest texts I've ever seen. Chris is so really made me laugh so hard. I laughed so hard. I can't even tell you. That was so funny. It was. God, it was. And Chris will never listen to this because there's no way. The thing about Chris, Chris is so fucking funny, but he's a. His father was a politician. He's he's a good boy. He's a play boy. I mean, honestly, Uncle Function. One thing we do have in common is we all are good boys to a to, to yeah, a degree. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're like we're well behaved. We're not rebel rousers. We don't rabble rabble rousers. I I but but uh, also just to say this was not like an offensive. It was not like a. It's not like he was saying a slur. He was not. Oh, like, yes, it was not like yes. that. That's where mine. It was not. Like, it was not like an edge lord. It was not an edge lord thing. It was a very specific. It was a voice note. Three minutes Chinese accent. <laughs> no, no. Yes. It was very. It was a very specific thing about like someone in the thing. It was very. It was very funny. It wasn't like an offensive thing, but it was very funny in a specific way. Very funny in a way that I cannot possibly share publicly. No, not offensive at all. No, but no, no. but he's but but he has that when it comes to podcasts. And yeah. I say this to his face, so I'm saying it now. <laughs> he doesn't listen, yeah. but he's like, <laughs> I think like I'll send the podcast him this is, is a weird, it's a weird world of comedy. The back th- there was a time where comedians just had to be funny on their stage skit, and then they could be funny at the private parties with their friends. Now there's this weird world of like, can you be funny on a podcast? How much can you reveal? And like, yeah. I just I I I'll get him back on, and I'll get it out of him. We'll get him drunk. Yeah, that's part of the key. Yeah. Part of what I'm doing it with okay. Russell. Also, we'll oh. just tell him it's Patreon, so no one, you know, barely, you know. <laughs> more and more. We're going to get there. Maybe a couple hundred people. <laughs> so we have yeah. some people. We have some yeah, people. We, I, 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 so some speaking people. about, speaking about Chris, um, <laughs> I was what like. What did he do to you? No, <laughs> nothing. He's he's so sweet. He's so great. sweet. Yeah. Um, I hung out with him in Montreal. Oh, and yeah. Like, so there was this, like, rap party at the end of the week, um, which you left uh, yes, I had to at leave. that time. But yeah. But so to start off the night, <laughs> tell me. <laughs> I didn't tell you the story yet, but um, to start off the night, I got there with um, some coworkers, and then John Marco was there with Tova, and um, John Marco, myself, and my coworkers. Like somebody was like, "Let's do a shot," and I was like, "Okay, like sure." Yeah. I, I for context, I usually do not do shots. Like that is my. Also, absolute like when people suggest shots, grow up, <laughs> grow up. Like, cause I'm like, listen, I will, I can get really fucking drunk, <laughs> but like, let's just do it on a nice drink. Like, right, why are we doing right. shots? It just feels like this thing there. Like, why do we have to do it that fast? Yeah, like you, you're, yes. you, you, like, there's. I like a shot. I'm gonna come out on the shot side. Be- I, str- I sometimes again, manufactured like, 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 just like. Have a nice drink. Sure. Have a couple nice drinks. Have a few nice drinks. But like, it just feels so. Listen, it's fine. I will always say yes because you don't want to be the party pooper. <laughs> exactly. You don't want to say no. Exactly. But so I, I've, I've gotten so that I will sometimes, if I'm not in, a, if I'm in a bar, I'll take the shot. But if I'm in a house, if I'm in a house at a house party, and someone's trying to give me a shot, 
I dumped that out. Yeah. I'm not drinking that. Yeah. That makes sense. I'm, I'm an adult. I do not have to take a shot yes. in the house. But context is important, right? Because like this was JFL. This was like, yes. you know, like a self-adjustment. No, 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 no. no. You got to do it. You got to do it. Yeah, exactly. So usually yeah. I would try to opt out and just be like, no, like yeah. I don't do shots. Uh-huh. But this felt like an important like yeah. moment where everybody was there. And so we all did a tequila shot. And then, like, that was the start of my night. And then there was an open bar. So then, like, I was talking to Chris. What a sweetheart. Um, and then, you know, it was just, like, kind of hopping around, talking to other people, like, networking ill. Sure. sure. <laughs> and, you know, at certain points of the night, people would be like, oh, like, I'm going to go grab another drink. Like, do you want to get one with me? I'm like, sure. So then I, like, go with them there. And then, like, I don't know, maybe four or five drinks later, I'm, like, at this after party the party like after party thing um chris was there i talked to him for a little bit and he said something very nice about you what did he say i'll just keep with me because i think it's very sweet that's very nice i want to know so bad (laughs) um but like i did not get back to my hotel until like 4 30 a.m which is a crazy thing to do with your co-workers i know but that you've been working with for two weeks yeah literally two weeks yeah but anyways, um, <laughs> the next day, <laughs> I was on my way to the airport because I was, like, leaving that afternoon Yeah. Um, to come back here. And I actually, so, like, the whole morning, I was just super hungover. Like, I felt yeah. like death. Yeah. And I literally, the only thing I was doing, I was originally was planning to, like, sightsee around Montreal just to, you know, yeah. enjoy my time while yeah. I was there. Yeah, yeah. But I ended up just, like, getting a smoothie and then, like, sitting outside in a park because I was just trying to get some fresh air. And so just a complete waste of the day. And I end up, you know, going back to the airport. And on the way there in the Uber, I felt so nauseous sure. that I was about to ask the driver to, like, stop and, like, pull over so I can throw up. Oh, oh my God. But... I I held on and I made it to the airport. Immediately ran to the bathroom. <laughs> you you held in a barf. <laughs> you got through security or no no no, no, no. <laughs> I, I didn't oh, go through security okay. yet. But booked it to the to the bathroom. Got so sick and eventually like came out fine. But then my flight ends up getting canceled. God. So then, and there were, it was funny because like there were other comics at JFL that like also got canceled. Oh. Their flight got canceled, um, but I had to stay in Montreal for an extra night. Oh. So it was this whole thing, and like um, the next day, I wake up and then my eyes are just red, like <gasps> bloodshot red. I threw up so hard that I burst three blood vessels oh in my eyes my and it was God. because of the shot that we did i thought you were, i thought the end of the story was chris gave you pink eye <laughs> um l- let me one time i have a story about throwing up next morning <laughs> i went one of the first times i went to nicole's dad's place in, in uh-huh. florida for like a new year's eve party where's and, florida again uh he lives in fort lauderdale it's fort like lauderdale. right north of miami um, but great house, great party house. It's like a great, like, it's a very good entertaining house. So it was a New Year's Eve party. And, you know, it's like ev- there's just the everything. That they're serving all sorts of drinks. There's shots. There's champagne. You know, blah, blah, blah. So I was pretty drunk and hungover. And the next morning we had to get up early on New Year's Day 
to drive to see Nicole's grandma. Oh, God. I I... I wake up. It's fine. It's fine. But I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, you're cool to drive, right, Nicole? Because I was like, I'm either still drunk or it's bad. You know, it's like, yeah. And you're like, I can't. This is, I can't do it. Yeah. She's like, sure, sure, sure. So <laughs> we're like saying goodbye to her dad in the driveway, and I was like, whew, this is this is rough stuff. This is. <laughs> but I was like, you know what? It's fine. Let's just like say goodbye to him. You know. Yeah. So we we get in the car. <laughs> we start driving down his street. <laughs> we just get outside of the view of a street. And I said, pull the car over. Oh, <laughs> and no. I just outside of just where he oh. could barely see. He could not see anymore. <laughs> just around the corner. I threw up so hard, so viscerally <laughs> in the very nice neighborhood, a very nice neighborhood. And let me tell you, it was so it happened so fast. I didn't have time to move things. I threw up all over my open toes. <laughs> My flip flops. Oh I threw up all over my own feet. I threw up all over my own feet, and then I was like, "What do we do?" So I wiped my feet in the grass <laughs> in Florida, and I like was like, "Should I just leave these flip flops here <laughs> in this person's yard because it was that bad?" And I, thinking about it right now, I could throw up right now. Oh but li- oh I, no. I, I, I um, want to say these two people talked about how childish shots were. I have not thrown up from alcohol since I was fucking 18 years old because I learned the amount that makes you sick. That was like the start of my night, though. And I I know this is true because like the like let the record show every single time that I've taken a tequila shot, it has not ended well. Sure. It has really just ruined my entire like life. Yes. My entire life. Tequila. You're, You're so small. Yeah, you're small. And and women, because uh, higher uh, water whoa, 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 density. Whoa, 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 watch it. Watch it. What do you higher, say about women? Higher, whoa, whoa, higher whoa. water density. I remember re- in high school where it's like, it's, a shot does more to you than it does to, I'm a six foot four. Of course. Guy. Of course. But so like a shot for you, that's a, a, that's a sledgehammer. Yeah. So I get that. I get but like, I think it's, it's like particularly a, tequila though. Really? Yeah. It yeah. really is different. I always feel like I don't believe, like, yeah. Uh, yeah, tequila, Maybe, tequila yeah. makes me act like a real bitch. Let me tell you a story I heard today. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing to do with any of this. <laughs> but it's a story I feel like should be told on this podcast. <laughs> and also, it might not be true, but I, I think it's crazy. Sure. I heard that, w- it like, oh, God, I should have Googled this before I started telling you. Story. Is- I heard that someone was telling me a story about, like, in olden times. Um, <laughs> 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 it was not, it was, like, common for, like, people to- can't for YouTube to flag this as misinformation. This is so dumb. <laughs> I can't believe I'm saying this. Um, um, I'm drunk. Um, so in olden times, <laughs> people would gather to like watch things that like you would just never think about watching. You know, like that John Mulaney bit of like people would go to see a boat take off, that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. But, like yeah. the crowds would be like big for like all sorts of things. So the specific story, and I was told this was covered on a po- on another podcast. But it was I was told that there was like in old <laughs> olden times, which can cover many, many hundreds of years. In olden times there was a woman that had boobs that were so big that, <laughs> that like when she would just go to work <laughs> it, it started off with a few men being like, Holy moly, that woman <laughs> big boobs. She's going to work. And that 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 they noticed that she would go to work at the same time every day. So this group of men was like, Holy moly, look at that woman with huge 
gazungas don't work. Yeah, and back it, in the olden times. Back in the olden times, yeah. <laughs> so, so, so that w- crowd of men, <laughs> like, grew from like seven men to like <laughs> twenty thousand. <000. laughs> thousand. Twenty thousand. There's no way. I don't know if that's true. But it was like it was like a huge crowd of men that just like <laughs> oogled this woman, <laughs> and I just thought that, that was so <laughs> it's like it's bad. It's a it's bad like thing. But I was also like, <laughs> if that woman was going to work every day, thousand. <laughs> you don't think she'd be on the way to work? You don't think she'd be on the way to work? She'd see these crowds and go, "Oh, I know a way I can make way more money than working at the seamstress shop." <laughs> I think I found a new profession. I just think oh about like God. I thought it was funny in my head when I heard that story. I was like, "There's no way that woman kind of was playing into it a little bit. She had to be like, oh, what? like twenty thousand men." But listen, you should play. I think I got the wrong information. Either can't it couldn't have been twenty thousand men. Well, in a way, when you Let's look, not at, look on, at if anything. you look at like if you look at like Pornhub or whatever on the view count, it's always like a million. Yeah, and so back then, before they had that. They just would watch him walk to work. Yeah. <laughs> a- amateur seamstress walks to work on a Tuesday. Oh, that is 20,000 views. <laughs> but they must have been good. <laughs> I talked to Tova about before the internet, like what it meant to go viral. Like in a way, it was more beautiful back then. And not just talking about the tits specifically. But I'm saying, like, to go viral meant, I remember South Park. You know, uh, stupid question. You of know South course. Park. Okay, but, wait. Okay, but here's here's where you're young. Do you know how South Park, the the origin of South Park, before South Park, what it was? No, I actually don't. No. There was a video, a, a VHS. Do you know what that is? Yeah. A VHS. He does this all the time, and it like it's it's kind of patronizing. Yeah. A VHS was like a plastic box that <laughs> a VHS. It was a video, you'll remember when I say it, uh, South Park style of like the paper cutouts or whatever, yeah. of Santa in a wrestling match with Jesus. And God was the ref, I think. And what it, it was like a thing that they made. Yeah. And it went viral in the sense that people made copies of the VHS tape. And I remember uh, yes. my sister's mom, my former stepmom, she before like she got into Christ. Actually, I think I think her mom listened to this. I you guys have been so supportive and wonderful. It's very nice to have you a part of my life. But but, <laughs> but when she was whenever she dated my dad, she like she was the one who introduced me to the South Park, which is so funny. It's that's, just so funny that she great. introduced me, but she yeah. somehow was in in the vein of the popular culture, the cool culture that she had a VHS of this this match, that's or or amazing. she told me about it, and yeah. that's how things went viral back in the day. It is, and it, it's way more impressive than now. Yeah, yeah now it's just like uh, yeah, people Zuck- like Zuckerberg. people making copies of tapes and like yeah, like I do think of I do think of well, like back then you said hey. This big pair of tits. Yeah, we gotta, we gotta, check we it. gotta gather tomorrow morning. Thousand people. <laughs> I can't wait to look up this story and send it to you, because um, uh, it really was just passed on to me today, and I thought it was. I said, I thought, you know, what? I'm gonna share this with everyone I know without looking it up for the fact. There's no way that if it's uh, how guess what era? Like when you say olden times, like 
Oh, I mean, she like, had to have been a woman that could work, so it has to be like the 20s or 30s or 40s. You know what I mean? It has oh, to be. you think it was not that long ago? Uh, no, it can't be. Oh, when you we're said it, I thought like it'd German, be like... We're not like talking about like... We're talking about like Pompeii. No, we're talking about like... We're talking about like a woman going to, I'm sure, like a secretary job. Okay, I, well, I'm trying to look this up right now, but I don't know what to type into Google without... Okay, what's what's the best thing to say? Okay, um... Uh, <laughs> What is the best way to search it? Yeah, it was like big woman with man big, like, oogling woman with um, big tits. Oh, there's oogling. no way to do no, no. it. Like okay, <laughs> let's we have to figure out the search that finds what we want, but it has no porn in the first yeah. page. <laughs> there 100 uh, will be porn on the first page. <laughs> uh, historical <laughs> is the first word. His historical incident <laughs> where men gathered uh, to, to ogle. ogle Oogle big, or ogle? Oggle, big-breasted, no, employed female. <laughs> search search <laughs> that. Search that. I can't even type this in. Who told you this information? I <laughs> will not reveal my sources. But it was a, it was a, it was in reference to like the story, like just be, people used to like gather for things more. I'm gonna you know? guess whoever it was. Can be found in the playbill of Gutenberg. No, I'll tell no, you that no, right. No, truly, no, no, no. <laughs> but, uh, but, but, um, but. Was it a random guy in the street? <laughs> yeah, it was a random. Was it the guy outside my door asking for money, saying, "Hey, here's a story." All right, Paige is looking this up. There's nothing. But I think it was on another podcast. They were they were talking about on it another as podcast. it was like on another what podcast. What podcast are you listening to? No, no, no way on Las Culturalistas where they're talking oh, about this no, no, one. No, I'm saying like the person was <laughs> Las Culturalistas. No, I can see the person was telling me that they heard about it on another podcast. So it's like this very, is a hilarious game of removed. telephone right now. Telephone. Very removed. And it goes so all the way back to the I first episode so. of Come Down, way back in the <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, by, by the way, just so everyone knows, this podcast is doing great. We we twice now. Oh yeah. Some PR people have been reaching out, going yeah. like, "Can we get our client on the downside?" And we're like, "Are you kidding?" Yeah. Please. Um, should we do some? This is got stops. Uh, uh, yeah, let's do some. We gotta be stops. at that kind of point. What is what is your? Uh, by the way, again, for the oh, Patreon, yeah, I, got, I got I got some before you. Uh, oh yeah, go ahead. Sorry for the for the Patreon. Join the Patreon. Patreon.com/slash/downside. You're gonna get one of these bonus every month. Yeah. Every month, Sundays will be high. No, 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 no. You get higher. You think than this me. is? Oh, by the way, the other day, I mentioned this on the last the last podcast, but but Tova gave me an edible and she said. It's it's ten. We'll split it. We we'll each have five. Five is what I like for a fun, a, a chill night. Uh huh. And it turns out that it was a fifty. <gasps> and 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 I remember just being like at <sighs> night because I wanted to take an Ambien that night because I had this taping coming up. And then I was like, I'm still really stoned. I don't feel comfortable taking an Ambien. Fifty is crazy. And listen, Tova's Tova's math is not great. <laughs> not, not great at math. Good luck to her clients. Check check those paychecks. Uh, okay. Oh, Tova texted me the salmon was bad. What do you mean bad? We had salmon. And she was gonna make dinner. Oh, bummer. Okay, can I tell you? Go, what's your? This is. This gotta stop. stop. Don't don't sound sad about it. Like it's gonna be a good one. Again, I'm gonna give you this note again. Yeah. Let me go. This has gotta stop. Okay. And save a thing. Ready? This has gotta stop. People taking pictures in oversized chairs. Guys, enough. (laughs) We get it. It's funny. It's cute. You're a tiny little human in a big chair 
wow, isn't that crazy that a chair that big exists? We've seen it for 20 years now. It's definitely an invention in the 90s. Enough. Enough. It's not fun. I don't want to see it. Don't put your kids in that <laughs> chair. I just think that we've all seen a normal-sized human in a giant chair, and I don't need to see one more goddamn version of it. Okay? Can I make a mean joke? Yeah. Are you jealous because when you sit in okay. it, it looks like a regular chair? No, I just think that. I just think that. I think. Here's what I think. I get angry. Because I've gone to plenty of places with oversized chairs. <laughs> I've gone to plenty of places with oversized chairs. And I always think to myself, what? Do, like, I, I always think, I've seen so many photos of this already. What in God's green earth <laughs> did I have to get up there and tell someone to take my photo in it? Why? We've all seen it. It's not like, it, 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 I don't understand. I don't understand it. Because people... Regular people don't get to go on a Broadway stage and get to be loved. This is the same thing Alex Brightman said that, and I said it on the podcast where I challenged him. I said, regular people don't get moments where they get to feel like, look at what I'm doing. You do it for a living. So let the fucking person who no one will ever applaud them. The last, the last applause they ever got was when they graduated, and that was it. You know what? No one will ever applaud them again. I'll applaud them when they do something goddamn original for once in their goddamn life. So let me tell you that much. Because listen, I, I, it's just like, no, everyone sat in that goddamn chair, so there's nothing special about it. Go figure out any other photo that is something that's not... I, I It just doesn't... It, uh, <laughs> I'm actually more mad about it than you could take a photo in front of like any sort of historical thing. That's fine. Uh, for something sure. about the giant chairs. What's what's better? Okay. Would you rather have giant chair or leaning tower of Pisa holding it up? Oh, God which, damn. Which, no. which bothers you more? I think they're both in the same category. Leaning tower feels fun. I did it when I was in Europe in 2011. I think leaning tower is fun because depending on your facial expression, could be a little bit personalized. You know, what are you, what are you doing? How are you making that funny? I'm. You're like you're kind of like. Ooh. It's like <laughs> if there's a sexual thing to it. You know, sure. Like sure. you're hold it. You know, but I think um, I just hate that big chair thing. I hate it. Well, the I thing about it. the chair because is because there, there's nothing like they're not being like they're not. There's no sort of acting. It's just them sitting there. You know, or their kids. It's usually kids. You know, they put their kids in that big chair. I just don't like it. I, I, I'm just. I, I can't see one more photo of it. That's a good. This gotta stop. Also, the chair is not a historical. Also, monument. this is not about anyone that just posted the. <laughs> <laughs> I we gotta track it down. <laughs> we gotta track it down. <laughs> Who is this person? <laughs> um. Uh. Uh. Page, do you have a this has gotta stop? There are a bunch of this has got to stops from our followers on Instagram. Yeah, let's Follow do those. Let's the, yeah. the downside pod on Instagram. And by the way, if you join the Patreon, we are going to start in these Patreon episodes. We're going to address your this has got to stops. Write us at the downside pod on Instagram or on Patreon. Just message us. Page is keeping track. And these episodes is where we will break it down. So, so lay it on us, Page. Should I do a patreon oh you sent it to us yeah wow okay i'm I'm prepared you say it you say it we'll we'll um okay well will l from our patron or he's a patron we love you will our patron um medical co-pays i got a new job and with it a new insurance plan i've been on a i've been on a med for over a year um, a prescription for over a year 
that I have never had to pay a cent for before, but suddenly my new insurance says it costs $7,300 a month, but they'll cover almost all of it. I just have a $100 copay. Why can't they cover all of it? They clearly have the money if they can spot $7,200, and that's per month. I already give them money every paycheck, so give me a fucking break. I see. I it's like it's like a rich person being like, I'll cover, oh, it costs 8050 8, bucks. I'll cover 8000 but you have to do fifty. It's a little bit like a, you you get you have to hurt a little too. Yeah, yeah. I still think this is just you got this has got to stop the U.S. healthcare system. It's a yeah. nightmare. It's a nightmare. It's it's. Listen, Tova, with this stuff, we we call, she calls the the place because we were gonna we were gonna go in for them to show us how to give the shot. Yeah. You know, the shot was this is a big, this is the whole week. It was my set and the shot. That was all that mattered this week. And it was in that order. And uh, we we call and like the guy, the guy working the front desk. I mean, I've had uh, Starbucks baristas that felt more in control Listen, of what they're doing than this me, this no. guy. He's like he's like, uh, I don't I know. I don't exactly know. And I'm like, are about. you out of your mind? What he's, is this? Can I tell you something? This is this just stays between you, us and our Patreons. Mm-hmm. It's the energy of an MTA worker. <laughs> <laughs> The apathy I've never seen. I've never seen a profession where there is that much apathy. Every once in a while, you get an MTA worker when they're making the announcements that you're like, whoa, 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 you are a star, sir or ma'am. Like where uh-huh. they're like they're like they're like really, but like you see those, you see them down there and they the apathy. And yeah. and, and so I know what you're saying. Definitely. Like it's just this thing where you're like, oh, why? Like like uh, we've all we've all had jobs that we we hate that we don't sure. like and you just have to i don't know well this is the struggle obviously this guy is probably being paid paid very poorly yes and so there's this thing as you get older you go none of none of society is working but i don't understand what the infrastructure is, is not working that's well, what makes MTA, me mad. They That's are what paid makes well. me mad about it. They get decently paid. They have pensions, so I'm really like, I get it. It sucks, but like, you have to act a little bit. Like, I have to act that I like things. Like, like I'm just like, you get a pension. Like, fuck off. You can't just be like, I hate the fucking <laughs> MTA. I, uh, oh, I, that, oh god. Because you have to like pretend that like, you know. Yeah. Uh, so we agree with you, buddy. Sorry. We agree with you, Will. I'm so sorry. This is insane. Salty. I, I, you know, I just want no matter what the copay gets, I do think continuing to be a patron and paying five dollars a month is <laughs> worth it. <laughs> it laughter is the best medicine, and keep keep subscribed. We got um, another. Oh yeah, another? we got one more. We got another. This guy sat from Cindy S. Cindy S. Corporate. Oh, I didn't. I'll tell you after this. Um, corporate nice phrasing. Yes. Just tell me what the fuck you want. Yeah, I feel like you probably know this better from your job than yeah. me. And me. Um, but not really. I feel like my the the kind of corporate thing I'm in, it's so small that, and I've worked for them for so long that it's like it's pretty like. But I know that like, you might know more than me. Yeah, I I used to work at a startup, and that was very much cult like you know corporate culture like yeah you have to be like the utmost professional okay so i can see what you're you know like that kind of like yeah Mine, <laughs> when we're like we're, it's like when we're like trying to like <laughs> it's like when we're trying to like give notes on the sketches 
you're like, okay, what I think is really great is that, and you're like, <laughs> and you're like trying to focus on any sort of positive yeah, thing yeah, before yeah. you're like being like, it didn't make me laugh once. <laughs> yeah. Well, like, so my first job out of college was working in comedy. So like having or not having, but like getting to work with people who are just, you know, shooting the shit all the time. And then going to something very corporate and especially working at an art gallery after that, it was just like three years of as buttoned up as you could be and not saying the wrong thing and not joking around and not having any fun at all. And every day is just a fucking nightmare because you have to send so many emails that are like, per my last email. Yeah. <laughs> Circling back. Yeah. Um. I, <laughs> I, the one that I have to do so much and pages it would go, hey, just bump in this. Yeah. Yeah. And what I want to say is, hey, I cannot sleep at night <laughs> because you have not fucking told me what the situation is. Yeah. Was the footage from the show deleted? Does it exist? Am I ever going to get it? That's yeah. It's a it joke it. about Biden being president. Do you think I'll get it before Trump is president again? Oh, my God. Give me the fucking uh... footage. <laughs> I. Oh, it's tough. Paige and I, Paige and I have this we, because Paige, Paige, you CC it on all these things. Yeah. And sometimes, thank God, I, have, I, I, we have a, we have a double team where I go, to, I say, I sent the first email, or Paige sent the first email, and then the, the other one of us gets to go like, hey, just checking in on this. Yeah. And it's a way we get to bump it three times. Me, then Paige, then me bumping. Yeah. It's a, th- it's a three. Nobody's the bad guy. You should here, add me to thing. all of them. <laughs> Hey, Russell just coming in here. Uh, coming in when here. is Jamar going to get the stand-up footage from that show three weeks ago? It's a fucking nightmare. And but I don't know. I hate my email voice. Oh, it is I it is loathe hey, it. I am trying so hard to use Lex exclamation. Oh my god. It's when a, I it's, write, a, it's a permanent, permanent it's such hey, a Hey How are you? I'm like I'm like I'm a Hope I'm you're an having artist. a good I'm a com- summer. I'm a comedian. <laughs> Hope you're doing well. Hope you know, you're in your family. Like, like. Hope you're doing well. Hope you're doing well. Hope. Why are That's, we saying? You know what the words? Well. Sometimes you I have to say it, and I yeah. don't know why. You know how disgusting it is. Sometimes I go. It starts with I, I use the word good and great, and I'm like, I have to. I can't use. I hope you're having a good week. Yeah. Have a great weekend, and I'm like, can, my variety. I'm what, an, I'm what can you say? Like, I'm like, what can you say? Like, we talked one like. Thinking of your shirt, your pink shirt I saw you in once. Like, what do you say? You're just like, you know? you're just like, you're like, if you don't send the avails for when you can come to co-host the podcast, Russell, I'm gonna put a gun <laughs> in my mouth and shoot myself. Oh, no, you don't talk to me that way. Um, uh, wait, I'm trying to pull a picture for you. Hold on, sorry, unrelated. <laughs> oh my. God. Um, uh, it's like to- when when I have to send like a cancellation email to like a podcast guest, <sighs> I have to play the bad guy where I'm like. Hey, hope your week's going well. Oh yeah. Sorry that I have to do this, but John Mark was unavailable. It's so it sucks so much. I and we don't cancel willy nilly. No, no. no. Cancel because someone didn't tell me that the streaming thing I'm filming for had a photo shoot on yes. a Monday. Who did not tell you that? Me? No. 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 Yeah, that's that's your job. Yeah, that's your job, Russell. But <laughs> but it happens and it feels so shitty. It feels so shitty. Yeah. But but the problem is I'm like, it's going to happen more. Yeah. It's going to happen more. Which makes me super excited. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, did we have any, did anyone write the Instagram? I think some people wrote the Instagram, right? That that was the, the patron wrote the Instagram. But do you want me to pull up more? 
Uh, yeah, because I think that someone wrote the Instagram. What did they write? They um, submitted to your story, the story that you posted. Yeah. Someone says something about yoga, I think. Yes, that, that was a good one. Um, okay, wait. I have, I have a story about a Debbie Downsider. Go. Uh, okay, there were two of them. And I'm looking at their Instagram posts, or Instagram handle, Maria Matthew Sanderson. Um, and they came to my last ever show at Titanic. So did I. So did Paige. Paige was there, too. And they were so sweet. They came from Baltimore, I think. Wow. Oh my. I came, came from Greenpoint. They drove from <laughs> Baltimore. And, um, but it was, uh, it was like, they're like, they're, when I met them, they were like, I, I was confused where they're from. Maybe they drove from Baltimore. Maybe they drove from Michigan. One of the way. Because they were, because I was, they were like, we're from Maryland, where, where John Marco lives or uh-huh, live, uh-huh. grew up. But then they were like, but then something about Michigan. So I'm sorry if they're listening to this. Anyways, they, I, they, they were so sweet that they came. So nice. And then I was, a, I said, can we get a photo? And then, um, Neither of them offered to get out their cameras, <laughs> so I took a photo <laughs> on my my thing, on my phone, um, of the two of them oh my uh, at my show, because <laughs> I was excited. I was like, they they drove a long way to see my last show. It's very sweet. That's very lo- that's and a long way. Very nice. And so I took a photo of the two of them, and also what was really cute is that I was they were like they were like. You know, they mentioned you, obviously. Uh, and uh. I was like, well, he's not here. He didn't come. Uh, I was like, but uh, I was like, his girlfriend Tove is here. And they were like, I go, no, I said his girlfriend's here. And they both in unison go, Tova? <laughs> and then so I introduced her to them. And uh, this sweet. is them. Oh, that's very so sweet. Nice. It was very sweet. That's sweet. I, I have a nice, a nice San Francisco. A lot of Debbie Downsiders there. Yeah. Great. It was very cool. Uh, I don't think it was San Francisco. I think it was Atlanta. Someone came up and said, my dog died this year. We had to put it down. Uh-huh. And I think your Hennessy song was very funny. <laughs> I think it was very funny. Did I say and it I was like, no. And the day of, you you made me feel like I had made a real error in our friendship. I don't think so. Oh. Oh, for sure. Oh. So I thought you were going to go, ah, ha, ha. Oh, you know what? Okay, well... Go get your have a baby and then I'll fucking kill it and then we'll. <laughs> <laughs> we'll you imagine if I if my son died and you came and you said, "Sorry, your s- baby. Sorry, your baby. Sorry, your baby died." <laughs> <laughs> That's to the tune of "Hello, my baby." <laughs> Sorry, your baby died. You know, when you phrase it like that, yeah. it was not a nice thing that I did. <laughs> no, but I barely knew that dog. I only had a couple of years. It's fine. Um, oh, no, no, I loved it. Loved I loved it. all my dogs. I, But they're all going to die, and I know that that's what you sign up for. You know, you know, they're all going to die. It's a good reminder that we all die, and watching them die faster is <laughs> it's just something to remind Better you. Better you than me. Better them than me, yeah. Um. All right, those are so. Listen, start submitting more. This has got to stop because we're going to do them on the Patreon. This Patreon's going to blow up. I'm excited. Wait, I I want to do my. This has got to stop, and then we'll oh, move yeah. to our blessing. Uh, I got so many here. I'm just going to see what is our. Oh, I'll tell you one. Oh yeah, I'll tell you one. So I I do in these shows. Okay, 
Tova said, who said the salmon went bad. She said, I have something up my sleeve. Don't worry. <laughs> Thank you, baby. I appreciate that. You're my blessing. <laughs> my God. I got dinner. Uh, there's a thing. I got to be so bad. I got to be so bad, too. <laughs> there's something. This I shouldn't say this. There's something when your girlfriend or your wife makes dinner. Oh. And you go like. She only makes dinner. You're like, we got to bring the patriarchy back 100%. This is the greatest thing <laughs> I know. Can I, can I tell you this? Can I tell you this? <laughs> there is something about a good meal that makes you not a feminist anymore. I know. It's, it's <laughs> one that's... Listen, Nicole does a lot of the cooking. Most. <laughs> yeah. Much, much of it. Sure, But, sure. like, there's something about now that I have um, more real <laughs> jobs, really. <laughs> where it's more real job or more real income, where... Um, you feel like I used to feel like I used to feel like really bad because I was like, I should be doing all of this. <laughs> like I should be doing all of this always. Does it make sense? And now you're like, I watched Josh Gad for eight hours today. <laughs> you have to make dinner. <laughs> no, I. But the thing is, like, also like. Um, Nicole is telling me this funny story. <laughs> She's like, "Do you remember when I visited you? I was doing some theater job out of town. Uh, Do you remember when I visited you for? Th- you were like, I'm going to cook for you.' And she goes, and I it took three hours. I was like, I'm going to cook for you. <laughs> she just sat on my couch while I cooked for her for three hours. <laughs> and let me tell you, this is one of those meals that if it was in a book or a thing, it would be like, how to make a meal in 33 minutes. Because it was not a meal that should take three hours to oh, make. No. But she was just sitting there, and I was like, I was like trying to make this meal. And like, and so I, it's just like, I, I want to get better at it. I do want to get better at it, because I do feel like it, it, it sucks to be the person that has to do it. But also, she's a lot better at it than a me. A lot better. And I'm very thankful, because she's very good at it, and it tastes good. And it won't taste as good if I do it. But I got to be better at it. Because, it, it, listen, we can't, we, we have to be better about it. I'm being serious. Yeah, you can't cook either. Right? We have to be better about it. I Famously. I continue with my bad life philosophy. Because my thing would just be like, let's buy it. Well, that's where I, that's, that's what I was that, going to say. That, that is not. That's what we do with the shots. Let's just that's buy it. That's what we do with the shots. Ultimately, We've been talking, me and Tova. She helps me immensely. She's my muse, oh. and and I think there's a degree of like, if 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 I'm not getting married anytime soon, part of it's like she talks about like you know she calls them push presents, some term, another TikTok, another TikTok term about how I'm supposed to be better, and uh, we are, yes, but but I'm saying Listen. that's I, I literally. I, I was leaving the stage for this taping for this cool streaming service, hey. and there she doesn't know that they're taping me as they're as I'm gonna leave the stage, and this is during tech. And I get off the stage, and she's literally on the phone with her doctor about the fuck the shots. Like this is how these two things <laughs> were so poorly timed together. Yeah. And I'm getting off the stage as the cameraman is following me, and she's like, "So they said the nurse is 150 a day, 200 for weekends," and I go. Do it. It's on me. And and that was my Oh that, my listen. god, that's gonna be on Oh my god. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, use that. Use that. <laughs> oh, almost oh, said it. Almost oh. said it and I did it and I did it. And oh, I did it. Wow, use we that lifetime TV. Use that lifetime use TV. Use that lifetime TV. They're getting into stand up. Big set. 
second don't tell set coming out soon. Um, uh, <laughs> uh, you think? Do you think Kyle would do an episode of The Downside? Sure, he'll be here next oh, your, month. Your boyfriend? No, my no. boss. <laughs> What's your boyfriend's name? Max. Max. Would Max, Max do oh it? Oh my god! Now that's so crazy because you've said Max so many times. I don't know why. <laughs> would Max? Would he like? Would he like talk Max about? Max is like, a fashion. Uh, Nista, no? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Fashion. God, d- please don't shrug his ego like that. That's enough. Is, <laughs> yeah. Guys, does he got an ego? He's got an ego? No, I don't think so. It's I, funny, he's you more like travel the world. Me? You do comedy and then you go to go France to, once. Relax. Yeah, France. Literally, literally. Like, that. that's Listen, it. Listen, you're it. dating a fashion icon. <laughs> you, you go to Paris. <laughs> you're filming sets. I'm on Broadway. We're living very exciting lives right this now. This is exciting, yeah. and I'm so happy to be here. With yeah, you yeah. Would would he be a good guest, or would he like not want to share like Kyle or Max? Uh, Max. Would he be like? Uh, would he not want to share when he got ten thousand shirts and they misspelled basket case? Oh no, he would. He talks about that stuff all he the time. Share. Yeah, I'd, I'd love to have him as a guest. Yeah, you let him know next time he's here. The problem is that he'll tell me like two days before he's coming, and I like don't. When are you moving? Don't move. <laughs> Wait, I don't are you want moving you to, to where? Move. We'll talk about this later. I don't want you <laughs> Wait, to Wait, you're going to move? Eventually. To where? California. Oh, why? Oh, you're from there. Yeah. And that's where he is. <gasps> Tell oh. him to come here. New York, California, no gives a fuck about the fashion. In New York! <laughs> there he goes. There he Got goes. jungle, wet dreams are made of. People, I mean, long-time <laughs> listeners will know, but like, <laughs> Russell's amount of like s- singing casually in conversation has increased a trillion Listen, fold. I since can already the last tell. time I saw him. It's yeah. You've never done what you just did just now, you've never done before. I know. I would do it. You've never. <laughs> no. I, well, two things are happening. One, <laughs> music's part of my life. I'm on Broadway now. <laughs> two, I am drunk right now. Sure. And I am, I, I. It was such a great video of you. You were at a party that I somehow wasn't invited to, but Douglas and you were there. Interesting. And you're on the couch and you're singing like some, like. Oh, yeah. Smooth. What are you singing? Like that King Cole? No, no, no. What are you singing? New Year's like, Eve party. Uh, New Year's. And it's like, it's very cool. It's very much, it's you like, like at your sexiest. Yeah. It's you just like on a couch. You're chill. You're singing with like Serenating a low voice. everyone. Yeah. And like, yeah. And uh, uh, very hot. <laughs> oh my God. Whoa. Hot. <laughs> uh, uh, my This Has Gotta Stop. I did a show. Listen. How do you still have This Has Gotta Stop? This is going to we be, be a little bit of an ego. No, I got to get this off my chest. <laughs> Fuck, man. This is going to be, this is, this is me being honest, even if it doesn't make me look good. If I'm fucking headlining a weekend somewhere, two things. Let's get this out of the way. If you post about it on Instagram and you're on the show, I'm not closing the show. I'm headlining the show. I'm the reason there's fucking people in the fucking seats. Number one. Wait, wait. Before you make yourself look bad, <laughs> what are you talking about? A comic. This this was for further back. A comic did a guest spot, and their Instagram story was like, Jamarco closing out the show strong. I'm not closing oh. out the show. It's my fault. Fucking show. God. Number one. Okay. Number two, if it's a weekend and it's at a club that doesn't sell out automatically every weekend and you're the fucking host, say hello to me when I walk in the green room. Say hello. Jerry Seinfeld. Say hello, Jerry <laughs> Seinfeld. Because I'm one of the reasons there's people there. 
At le- I'm not saying kiss my ass. Say hello. Yeah. Number three in this headliner rant. If you are a part of the lineup and you were, and this is night two, do not say, oh, thank God you like that joke. Last night's audience sucked. That was my fans that you just said sucked. Who came out to my show? I love about these things. Maybe it getting... was fucking you I... who sucked. You're gonna say that the audience who came out to see me—they sucked. Fuck you, these, bitch. These disgust stops are so specific. Yeah, they're so Fuck. niche. It's they're not anything anyone else can relate to. But I, I get it. If, I get but it. I'm saying like, I have to pee listen, so bad. It's, I'm it's, gonna pee. Go, 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 go pee, I, I Joel Kim Booster. <laughs> go pee in the middle of the podcast episode. I have something to say about this. So I, my biggest pet peeve is when about comedy is like when comics say like, oh well, you guys are tense, like you didn't laugh at that joke, as if it's the audience's yes, fault. All the time. Yeah, and. Like, if you just moved past it, nobody would have noticed that that joke bombed. But because you, like, drew attention to it, everybody notices it now. And that's my, like, to your point. And also, like, that's going to win the audience back. Like, hey, you losers, have fun. Right. Wait, Russell, close the door. (laughs) What the fuck? We can see you right now. Jesus. Russell, (laughs) stop doing circles. (laughs) Uh, No, it was really, like. I don't I don't want to listen comics comics say whatever they want to say on stage but it was this moment of I was just like those are there there's a thing when you headline where it's just like you know you're you're doing fucking a bunch of the work on this it's like we worked really hard to get these people there yeah and they're they're fans and it's happened multiple times and I I know why comics do it you you feel bad you you something didn't work and, and sometimes Ugh. it is the audience's fault. Or sometimes it was just you went early and they weren't ready. But but I had another show where like the host came back and was like, well, that audience sucks. And I was like, that's the audience that came for me. Right. So like hide it. Just fucking hide it. That's internal dialogue that should not come out of your mouth. That is Listen, I love I love my fans. Uh I love the Debbie Downsiders. We're going to do a tour next year. I, I, if we Listen, here's the thing. Here's the thing that you guys can do that helps us is tell your friends about the podcast. Pod, listen, there's a lot of podcasts right now. And, like, we're competing with, oh, cool, Colbert and Jimmy Fallon and <laughs> John Oliver and three other people with corporate interests are doing a podcast. That's going to be real revealing. <laughs> Russell's making sure he gets one more beer for the blessings part of the podcast. Uh Tell your friends, we are a good podcast. I've listened to them all. We're good. And uh, the more people we have, we will bring Russell on tour. Let me tell you something. Goonberg's closing in a week. It's not going to make it a week. And Russell's <laughs> going to have a lot of time. And I know a lot of people that get that Broadway credit and they think their career is set. And then what are they doing? They're doing cruise ships with Broadway's Russell Daniels. No, 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 no. no. It's going to do great. It's going to do great. Also, but I am, you know, part of me is like, part of me is like, it's a bucket list thing to be like, oh, did Broadway once. And if that's it, that's fine. But another part of me is like, okay, well, but I could. Based on Titanic. Could I be the Broadway star now? I guess I could. Um, but based on Titanic, do you like, 
do you do you have any fear of like that life? You you know how to have fun. Yeah. You know how to have fun. I know, yeah. Broadway is kind of antithetical to having I, fun. I agree. I agree to a certain extent. That's why I'm like, you know, I'm I'm feeling it out. I, I, I do think that I could never be someone that like always like I think I would always have a limit of doing a show a year. That's it. Sure. You know what I mean? I think I, I, I could never be one of those people that was like I was in Phantom for because I was like, you just wanted to work in a bank or something. You know what I mean? Like that kind of thing is like, you <laughs> like no offense to them, but you're like, because I, I can understand the reasoning. You're like, oh, I'm performing, blah blah. blah. But like you're yeah, doing yeah, yeah. that, I can't. I that would be it's a, weird a to certain be good kind enough, of torture. It's weird to be good enough to get to that point because you got to be good to fucking. Well, make you it can all the way sneak into them. anything. Like you know, you can get in. Like if you're in the original cast and you can just like stay in and kind of fly under the radar. No offense. Did you think? Fuck, Did you fuck the original <laughs> cast of Phantom? That's what I'm saying. Did you think that you'd be on Broadway, or did well, you like? Well, here's the thing: I did not like. I, I really let it. I really like when I grew up. It was a dream to do that. Yeah. And I really, I think I I had a, a pretty traumatic experience at music school where I did not feel confident at all in my musical abilities, and. I really like for years have been telling myself like, no, you can like carry a tune, but you're not like, you can't sure. do that. You sure. can't, you're not in that world, that kind of thing. So I think it's been a, a lovely surprise where you're like, Oh, like, Oh, Oh, you're in this kind of world now that you never, that not never. I did think I, I wanted to do that when I was young. Mm -hmm. um, so it's been nice. Cause it was like, it was nice. Cause it was, Something that I did want, but I had kind of told myself, and and I and I was surprised, and also not desperate for it. Do you know what I mean? Sure. Where you're like, oh, like, but it is nice now because I I do think that there's a uh, there's a thing in myself that I'm like very proud and very like, oh, you're gonna be on Broadway. That's a nice thing yeah. to be like, mm -hmm. even though that's should. one show you do, you can be like, I was, you know, I was on Broadway once. Russell won John Marco zero. <laughs> no, but I think what's great about listen, I was thinking about this today. You and I have this lovely thing of like, um, there's been exciting things that have happened a couple of times where they've timed up at the mm -hmm. same time. You got this taping and Broadway, and when we both did our late night things, appearances. Yeah. Sure. I mean, I, that was crazy. But like it's been a nice like that was little crazy. like like timing of like nice things for us where it's like. We're both having like these nice things happen at the same time. So you both can be happy for each other at the same time instead of. But no, I think we're good about that. I think we're really good about. I, I'm. I'm always. I. I've. I'm not. I don't feel weird when other people have success. I don't. Yeah. I really always tell myself, I and I believe it because I do think I believe in myself. I think I'm very talented. Yes. Uh, I, but I, whenever a friend of mine has success, I'm like. Oh, I would love them to get really successful. Yeah, where, I, where they can give me something, you know, because I because I would have I would have the goods to back it up, is always my thought process. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's nice. And also, uh, you see so many examples, and not even in bad ways, not even in, in a nepotism way, but in a way of you see so many examples of like people who do well being like, oh, and I I was doing stuff with them when we weren't, you know. Sure. I feel like it's just that's how it works. See, I vacillate. I. There's times I feel very – I, I really have the vacillation of, like, there's times I'm, like, where I could say to myself, like, no, I'm talented. And then there's times I'm, like, I really do feel that, like, I'm a fraud. Oh, no, of course. It's, Listen, it's, 
my end of Titanic was rough. It was, it was me being like, you're a hack. You're, you've, you did this and it was funny and people liked it. And now they're over it and they want you, they want, they're done with you. Yeah. That's how I felt at the end of it. Not so much the last show, but like the lead up to it. I was like, your time has come and gone with this thing. Uh No one wants you here anymore. (laughs) Like you're, I felt like I was struggling to be like, Feel you're, like you're gonna do the gay parody circuit and then work. It, it just felt like I had like I had done that thing and and I was struggling to to feel like it was still and it was not, not was not gonna yeah, get yeah. a hugely different response, but I just felt like I was a hack a bit. And sure, like sure. and and so I felt sad about that, being like, Oof. Mm-hmm. But, you know. I don't know. You know. <laughs> She's like, no, I saw the last show. You <laughs> were a hack. No, no, no. You killed. There was like some improv in there that was amazing. Well, there was improv. Well, that helped that that guy came in the costume that I was wearing. <laughs> You're an improviser now. I'm an improviser. It was amazing. First and foremost. <laughs> Let's go on to our next segment. This has got to stop. This has got to stop. Do you have a this has got to stop? Wait. <laughs> I'm just cool. kidding. I'm just My kidding. God. I was like, how drunk are you? You better come. Your blessing. You better count your blessing. Uh, Paige, do you have a blessing? I'm trying to decide. I had thought of this like segment before, but like I, it's like it's truly a half baked idea. And I, the more that I was like trying to like fees or like tease it out, I was Uh like, this is not gonna happen. So it's kind of like a failure and like a blessing at the same time. Go for it. But okay, so my blessing is Nardwar. I love Nardwar. Do you know Nardwar? No. John no. Marco doesn't. Neither you know Nardwar. That is crazy to me. Nardwar is the most like prolific music interviewer, like co- and comedy interviewer. You sent ever. him to me. Yes. He's I Canadian. Think. He's Canadian. He uh-huh. is so like the way that he interviews people is so interesting to me. And it like when we did the Todd Berry episode, that's what made me like Nardwar is what made me think of how to like get under Todd Berry's skin a little bit. Uh huh. <laughs> and in just a way of like finding out information that like Todd Berry hasn't thought about in the past 10 years. Sure. Yeah. So Nardwar really goes deep and like finds out all these intricate details about people's lives and I was trying to do that for this <gasps> podcast about you guys. But then I like, so I, I have two things for you. <gasps> I'm so nervous. One each. But but no, it's, it's like when I was getting into it, I was like, oh, I really, like I kept thinking about like that, whatever that headline was. It was like, we should know, we should know less about each other. Oh my God. Wait, two, two or two things. Two or things. <laughs> two or things. So, I'm so excited. Nardwar's whole thing, if you haven't seen the interview before, he like, He'll give gifts to people, like the people that he's interviewing, and uh-huh. it'll have some kind of oh like. Gotta say, gift. I know. Well, that's your birthday gift. That's separate. Ooh, oh, oh uh, birthday gift. Also exciting, but. Um, Run me to get your blanket before we end this episode. Okay. Yeah. But so yeah, Nardbar's whole thing is like he'll get gifts for the people that he's interviewing, and it'll be like tied to some intricate detail about their lives. Oh my like, god! Oh I'll, like, my god! Try to do a really hack impersonation of Nardbar right now, which I'm. Like not. Wait, you're gonna be good at it because you were no, good no, at that no, Todd Berry thing. It's so bad. No, no, no. Nardwar is like the most high energy person, and I'm so low. Right no, now. Paige. <laughs> uh, 
Okay, All she's right. grabbing something in the bag. All right. Um, okay, so Nardwar. Oh, I'm not even like. Oh, no, it's it's fine. Okay. Oh my god. So Nardmar usually starts off the interview. It's just like one. The microphone. amount of times you said that name, and <laughs> I still have no idea what letter it starts with. N. Uh, <laughs> Nardwar. He'll be like, he'll be like, um, who are you? And then you'll say, Russell. Joe Marco. Okay. Sometimes there's funnier responses to that. <laughs> <laughs> when they have a comedian on, I'm 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 uh I'm an entertainer. All right. I don't have an answer like that. Cause I, uh, You're an understudy. Uh, oh, <laughs> 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 oh, you so cut me to my core. So. Oh, my God. Um, oh, my God. Russell, I'm I have a gift so for you. I'm so nervous. Um, can you... Actually, no. I'll just give the gift to you. So this is a, a mug from Omaha's Henry Durley Zoo. Yes. Yes, yeah. which you know about. Can you explain to the people... Why the Omaha Dorley Zoo is important. Yeah, I... Um, this is crazy. I, <laughs> so I worked many years in Omaha, Nebraska uh, at um, the Nebraska Shakespeare... Uh, well, to a couple places. I worked at... Uh, uh, the, I did a tour of the Christmas Carol National Tour that was first in Omaha. Uh-huh. And then that led to me working for the Nebraska Sh- Shakespeare Festival, which I don't think exists anymore. Um, it doesn't. I looked it up. Yes, it's a whole <laughs> thing. But uh, I'm very close with one of the former people who ran that place, Vince. Um, and uh, we would, when I worked there, every year they would do a, a, a trip to the Henry, Henry Henry Dorley Zoo, which is a good zoo. It's a good zoo. Are you advocating for zoos, zoos to exist? I know. You know what? I do. Listen, <laughs> zoos are bad. <laughs> Zoo should not exist. <laughs> but if you have to go to a zoo, <laughs> the Henry Dorley Zoo is okay, a wait. very good zoo. The but best the prison in America. <laughs> the reason why I got that mug for you is because if you read the side of it, it felt very fitting for this podcast. Okay, every second, oh my <laughs> every second, another acre of rainforest is destroyed forever. Every second. <laughs> That fact is more real than <laughs> that story I told about that woman with the kids. <laughs> but the fact that somebody would print that on a mug. On a mug for the Henry. Wait, so what you saw. That'll wake you up more than you the saw coffee. saw a picture on Facebook or how did you find this? I won't reveal my sources. Narnbar doesn't. So. Wow. wow I that's love a deep it. dive though. Because I have not been at the Henry Dorley Zoo for at least five to six years. That's a decent amount of time. Yeah. That's wild. But my first time there was 2012. I, I really. Oh. I miss Omaha. I loved Omaha. Um, I was just talking to some about Omaha. It's a great little city. Do we have any fans someday. in Omaha? There's a funny bone there. <laughs> oh, yeah. There is. Yeah. Everything revolves around a comedy I venue. truly, though, that's one of those places where I would like, <laughs> oh, I would love to have an excuse to go to because there's no reason, no offense to Omaha, there's no reason <laughs> to, like, go there. Like, there's no reason for me to fly. It's expensive. You know, like, sometimes there's, like, places where you're, like, oh, it's I, expensive I know. just to go to, to, like, a small Dubuque, little Iowa, city. And I'm, like, $800 Why? to go to Why? It should be... It, it <laughs> they should, should pay you. It should be $100. Yeah. Like, there's, like, a, a list of cities where you're, like, it should be $100 to fly there directly, and that's it. Yeah. And, um, but I love Omaha. I really do love it. It has really good food, really good drink. Really small little city. Um, it's really beautiful, um, and, I, and I miss it. Thank you. This is so, this is so nice. 
and this is perfect. This little thing. I know it's it's a reminder of wow. It's probably worse now. Red eyed tree frog. That that statistic is probably worse now. Yeah. Probably. Um, there's Made no more rainforest less. Oh, mm. ouch. Why is that bad? Because <laughs> they're gonna they're gonna. Why are we scared of China? <laughs> We've been raised to think we're scared of China and because, Russia. Because every country wants to be the most powerful one. Yeah. That's all. We already lost. We all lost. Right. Well, John Marco, I have okay. a gift for you. <sighs> so we were talking about this earlier, but famously, you went viral a couple of years ago for your bad cooking skills. Oh, my God. So I <laughs> got you a 1975 edition of Kitchen Privileges, a Georgetown Day School cookbook. <gasps> Wow. Which is where you went to school. That's where I went to high school. Wow. wow. It has a bunch of That's recipes. That's so crazy. Wow. There. And I've bookmarked th- a three-course meal for you to tentatively make. And if you'll read the title. <laughs> Gladys Stern. Yes. So, okay, wait. Gladys Stern, apparently, I was looking. Uh-huh. Th- uh-huh. These are all recipes by Gladys. Um, I guess she ran the school for... For 21 years, I think. And by the time she stepped down in 1996 at the age of 78, she was described by the Washington Post as the doyen of private school directors in the Washington area. Wow. So Miss Gladys Stern is... My high school was a great high school. It was the first, I believe it was the first integrated high school in America. Yes, I was um, about that too. And uh, I, I feel like I must have. I feel like Gladys was alive when I was we, there. We fought against. She lived that. until I fought against that. She I lived see. until 104 years old. Wow. But can you read the titles from? So, so you have an appetizer. Gladys Stern. No, read the title, oh, the title. of the of the 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 recipe. Horseradish and cheese ring mold. Yeah. Perfect. And then for your main course, you Horses. have. We're big in your family. The main course, I have beef tongue with raisin sauce. Delicious. Yeah. Yum. And then for your dessert, you have... Cornbread dressing. No, no, no. The, the one... Sweet noodle pudding. Yes. <sighs> yum, yum, yum. <laughs> Amazing. And we have a surprise for you, Paige. Oh, my God. Behind that door. <laughs> Paige's sixth grade boyfriend. Come out! <laughs> Oh, go wait. No, that's actually so funny that they bring that up because I went to my friend's engagement party like a week ago uh-huh. and it ended up being like a, a middle school reunion in a way, a, a mini, mini middle school reunion. Uh-huh. And my boyfriend for like literally two seconds uh, from middle school was there and he is super gay now. Wow. I, I already knew that, but it was like I hadn't seen him since like high school and he ended yeah. up being like my high school bully. <gasps> and it. Oh my God, he was your high school bully. Yeah, high one, school of bully. Them. one of them. Sorry. Did he apologize? No, Can of I course tell not. You something. Of course not. Can you imagine bullying Paige? <laughs> There's people I can imagine bullying. Yeah. Oh. You're not one of them. Okay, so when we had Lucas Zelnick on the podcast, yeah. I kept thinking about it. I was like, I was so ready to just like dive in and be like, I I hear you. This is my high school bully situation, which I'm ready to talk about now. Yeah. Um, his name was Michael. There were like. 10 Michaels at this high school. Yeah. But this Michael in particular would come every day to my honors biology class and he would call me the the Japanese slur word every single day and I had to just like The one like Jewish American princess? Uh I've never heard of that but that like they they call 
Oh, that's interesting. If you're calling a Jewish American princess, I'm using it in this okay. context only. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jewish American you would call a Long Island gal a Jap. Yes. Yes. But that's yes, what he'd yes, say yes. in the bad way. Okay. Can I? Yes. And, and can I have a s- sidebar story about that? Did not know Jewish American princess was a phrase that people used for sure. that. So one time I was set up on like a blind date sort of thing <laughs> in New York City, and and I was at this bar with mutual friends for it, and she kept saying. That phrase, oh my god, meaning Jewish oh American no. princess, oh I mean, like, god. she's your typical that. And I was oh. interpreting it as I was like, <laughs> I was like, I was like, you're like, a girl of my dreams. No, I was like, I <laughs> no, but I never talked to her again because I thought she was racist. Oh my god, that's and, I, so and then I was telling the story like three months later, and and I was oh telling someone, and they were god. like, they were like, they were like, wait, the person that she was referencing is is. Like a, a, a very wealthy person on the Long Jewish Island. American princess. There was a show. That's, I mean, it's a I phrase. Didn't I, know, know I didn't but know. But like that. the way you were throwing that out there, I thought she meant. Crazy. I thought she meant the Japanese uh, slur, and I was yeah. like, I was like, no, 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 no. I, so I never. I was like, I was like, this woman's crazy racist. <laughs> so yeah. I didn't talk to her again because I thought wow. she was crazy and racist. Russell Anyways. Daniels holding it out. But for was, the she, but was she like living? Who's like? You know, typical Jap always celebrating Passover, <laughs> and like that crazy. is the funny thing. That is the funny thing. It had nothing to do. With it. it was like, it was like, what are these like stereotypes? Spo- it was about being like spoiled and like and like entitled. And I was like, I was like, I don't know. I don't get these references, but she's racist. I was like, it was like, was, and she mentioned Long Island too. Typical Jap like, got a nose like, job. I didn't know in that that was a thing in Long Island. There's a lot of Japanese. Yeah. <laughs> I really was like, I don't know what she's talking about. But anyways, um, so that's crazy. So she, she, he showed up to your biology class. And he just... was in my biology class, and he would every day make a point to say that to me. Like, hey, what's up, J-Word? Oh. Is it bad that I've said it, saying it? No, We're no. We're playing that's... a real tango here. No, no, no. I mean, I don't, I don't feel comfortable saying it because I'm like, I don't want to like perpetuate that for but my... Jews, but Jews, we literally say that word. That's, that's crazy. I didn't know that. No. Oh yeah, I hope I hope you're okay no, that no, I said I, it just no, now. But like totally. that's, that's no, really but what that's they. What it is. It's crazy because it's it, it, context. it's the same thing, it, and so it's the same word, or the same you know. It's yeah, the same I hope it was okay. Sounding that I of, but yeah. I said it in my head. I was only saying Jewish. American. No, no, no. I was Prince, thinking. Well, I, no. I know Jews. That, but if you're coming up to me, a Japanese person, and saying that specifically towards me. He did and not mean course. that. He did not mean no. That. He didn't, like you, he didn't Jewish. Know he knew what he meant. Existence of Jewish that's American crazy. Princesses. Yeah, that's so. crazy. Did you tell anyone that? Or no, because it was like it was. No, a she high called school. him the f word back and said, yeah. and that's so honestly, she was the one. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. No, it was a high school where it's like if you told anything negative about like white people to the like counselors, like it wouldn't matter. Yeah. You know, like yeah. it's all just like oh well, like. They're fine. Like their their dad's the police you know, chief of this yeah. city, so like wow. they get a pass. Yeah, everybody got a pass except They're like for just let Gianmarco be Gianmarco. You know, <laughs> his dad pays for the his dad pays for the <laughs> okay, football. Okay, wait, billboard. that's the other funny thing that I found out about when I was doing this research that like made me stop doing this whole Nardwar bit was because I found out how much Gianmarco's school cost, <gasps> tuition cost. Oh my god. Uh, at least right in, in 2023, and I was like, "All right, I know too inflation, much." Inflation, inflation. I know too much. <laughs> you can say it off. What was it? Fun. You can say it. I think like now it's like twenty five thousand dollars a year. Oh, actually, oh, yeah. that's not that much. That's, that's reasonable. 
That's fucking crazy for no, no for school. No, I, for yeah, a high I went to public school, school. but like that's but, crazy. But like, but I I do I like in New Obama York. Obama almost sent his kids there. It was that's either real? GDS, it was either GDS or Sidwell. Well, you know about Obama. <laughs> All right. Well, I have to end the the Narda bit by saying, "Keep rocking in the free world and do 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 loot do." Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, that's incredible. <laughs> wow. What a, what an incredible! You really make a good ad for listening to Nardwar. Oh my God, he's amazing. Can you get him on the pod? Let's get him. I tried, or I was like the the one Canadian guy who was like filming your JFL set. I like threw it out into the void, being like. Oh, maybe he knows Narbar because he lives in Vancouver, but no chance. There was some crazy email. Like the the biggest person I've asked so far was Jason Momoa. Jason Momoa shared a joke of mine once, and I did write him. I said, "Do you want to do the pod?" And he he wrote back. He said, "I don't do pods." Hell to the no. <laughs> um. Uh. Do you have a blessing? Did you do yours? No, I'm gonna go get your blanket. It's not gonna be the blessing though, because I already thanked you. But t- tell your blessing while I get the blanket. Okay. Um. Oh God, my blessing. Did you do your blessing? I mean, Nardward was my blessing. I oh, guess. Oh yeah, Nardward. Long-winded one. Nardward. Um. <laughs> okay, my blessing. I will say. Oh God. Nothing to be thankful about. No, I'm really thankful for so many things right now. That's why I'm, I think I'm struggling in terms of like who exactly to <laughs> thank or be thankful for. I feel um I feel very grateful right now. I feel like I'm in a, like a really good positive um space in terms of how I'm feeling about things and I think um I'm feeling very um I think cuz of the show and cuz of I think because I'm mentioning like that when I was a little kid when I used to come to New York and be like the reason I came to New York was to see Broadway shows. And so, like, feeling like the whole reason that I ever moved to New York was kind of connected to that. I feel very, like, I don't know. I feel very, like, good kid energy of, yeah. like, of like being, like, you're, like, getting to go see the theater and be, like, in Times Square and be, like, you know, how lo- how often have you gone to Times Square where you're, like, oh, I'm in Times Square. But, like, it was a, it's a really nice feeling to be excited about being in Times Square. Yeah. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Totally. And so I'm feeling, like, just very, like, uh, I don't know. I'm appreciative of, like, anyone who was, like, at all encouraging of any sort of thing that I've been doing to th- <laughs> allow me to get to this space. Yeah. Because yeah, it yeah. feels like. You know, it's a terrifying. It's a thing where you're like, if I, I'm thankful for my parents too, because I, I feel like they're really good about not being like, what are you doing? And they could have been like that sure. for many years. I feel like they were very like, open to letting time and be patient of like, and so I don't know them and Nicole too. Nicole, like in terms of like being like. She had a lot of things going for her when we met, and I <laughs> did not. So I think it's been nice. I'm I'm very appreciative of all the people in my life that were didn't make me feel any sort of way uh, that I was not accomplishing things and not um, doing things, and then uh, have been along that ride and are still like around and being like, of course, you know. 
And so I feel thankful for those people. And you're one of those people too, John Marco. Aw. Love you, buddy. Love you. I uh, these aren't my blessings, but we did. So we're we're really listening. This is the longest I, episode we've ever I done. Know. Yeah, okay. no, it's good. This is listen. Join the Patreon, Patreon.com/slash/downside. So Russell got a fantastic gift. Fantastic gift. Um, it's uh, there's no way you can see it, but I posted it on my Instagram. But it's a blanket. It's of us. It's a picture of us recording our 1,000th episode, <laughs> holding hands. <laughs> and and he's a I'm a Leo so and he's a Taurus and it says till death do us part. It's so sweet. It was so moving and it's it's I love these kinds of blankets. I don't know what, what do you call these blankets? Just I don't know. Like I, I've always loved like this yeah. this kind of blanket. So uh, we're gonna hang it up and then I've been doing more thrift and I'm trying to figure out my whole thing. But we're we're getting some art for this. I want to make the studio look Whoa. nice, like B and Ian. So on, we got the this town. Old, on the town. Uh, picture we got this. Uh, this is there he goes again. Uh, Dustin goes Hoffman again. as Lenny Bruce. Lenny. I've not seen that movie. Ooh, have you seen record. It? I I have. I I don't know if I'd like it now that I like know stand up. I'd be like yeah. this is bullshit. But but it w- it was good at the time. And then Cat on a Hot Tin Roof. So we're making this. We're figuring out our vibe. And I've told you guys like feel free to shout out. But I feel like it's gonna be some theatery stuff. Yeah, I love. I this. have some... something in the works. Ooh. I won't Paige, Paige going all out. Um, and, and I'll just throw out the blessing. Are you attracted to Elizabeth B- Taylor? Uh, <laughs> uh, I'm trying to remember because I don't recognize her this. I feel like I'm mixing her up with Audrey Hepburn. Can you look at her? She's right there. <laughs> in this poster. I think all women are beautiful in their own okay. ways. This hair, <laughs> this hair is the hair that I have if I grew it out. Yeah, you think she's, she's the gal? <laughs> she's the gal walking to work? <laughs> I'm thankful for that lady from the old days. With the old titties. I, uh, I w- let me give a shout out to uh, Dave Colombo. Dave Colombo is uh, uh, our our editor, and he, uh, you know, there was a time where I really edited the clips uh, like on my own, and and he's so good at doing them, and he's he keeps them sharp and funny, and like people have watched these clips way more than they've listened to a whole fucking episode. <laughs> totally, and it is millions crazy. of people. So, uh, and I'm so thankful for listeners. San Francisco is very cool. There was a lot. There was a lot of people in San Francisco, and uh, we and, multiplied. And, our, and, the, and the downside, yeah, well, you mentioned this, but it's a, it's, it's, there's some people reaching out to us. You're reaching out. There, there was, there was, a, there was a big name, big name. Where you're like, there's gonna be some. So there's gonna don't, be some. Don't, don't, don't reveal your hand. Don't reveal our hand here. No, no, no. No, it's that thing where you want to be like. Are you sure? No, no, no. <laughs> Us? I get it. I get it. I'm saying like what's not reflective right now <laughs> is the the ads and the the, the you know there's a, there's a thing where the guests that we're getting who want to be on the show yeah and because yeah. there's a good amount of listeners we're yeah. just saying join the Patreon because <laughs> listen <laughs> the video where you uh, made up that anti-Semitic. Anti-Semitic punchline. Oh my god! Viral. Oh my god! I know. Speaking of which, uh, uh, we're gonna we're gonna, patrons. We're gonna. This is what we do for the patrons. If you want to join, there's so many listeners who are like, "Oh, I think about being a patron." So listen, th- just do it. Just do Russell's it. Russell's gonna read this joke. I got this off. Also, but everyone we're, we're talking we'll, we'll to do is a Patreon later. person. No, no, this is on the main feed. Oh, it is. This is on the main <laughs> feed. Wait, I've not been talking like it's on the main <laughs> feed. I uh, thought this was Patreon. No, don't worry. You did, you did not say anything bad. No. There was the 30 minutes of the one with the tits. But listen, we're going to be a fun podcast. We're a comedy podcast. So I'm going to, Russell, you're going to swipe for this joke. This is, Tova sent this to me. Okay. This was like a bunch of old guys telling Yiddish jokes. Okay. Uh, and you're going to end it. Wait. 
no, no, this is fun. Okay. But uh, uh, and then don't worry, patrons. Who, if you if you're a patron or if you're a regular person, send us street jokes. I love street jokes. Russell only likes street jokes when he's reading them. A little bit of narcissism. But uh, okay, so swipe, so so read them, and and really, really do it. Read it like okay. the man who's who's saying it. Oh, brother! Okay. Patrons scrolling now. A Jew's not doing so well, and he's taking it quite badly. So. So decides to kill himself. And so he goes to the train station. He stands right in the middle of the tracks on a stool. And under his arm, is he's holding a hala. Oh, hold up. Hala. 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 Hala, bread. It's a loaf of bread. Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> Read the line again. And under his arm, he's holding a hala. Sure. Jews come to him and ask, Shalom, what are we what are you doing? What are what are you what are doing? <laughs> There's no you. Just just add it. <laughs> and he says, I've had enough already. I'm gonna take my life. But why do you have hala? I'll get hungry as I wait for the train to come. I could die from hunger. That's That's it. That's the fun. <laughs> Marco. That's a funny joke. Oh, okay. That's a funny like, joke. What? <laughs> what is happening? I'm gonna get in trouble for that, and it wasn't even That's that good of a joke. joke. The joke is the Jews like food. You can say that. Everyone likes food. Not like the Jews. We 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 grab it up and we want it all. You want all the food. That sounds like one of those celebrities that's like, like oh, like I eat like, like I eat tacos and like that makes me special because like I'm not like uh. trying to diet. I'm like. Going for it. Oh, God. Okay, this is the other one in the video. I'll say this one. Yeah, you say uh, it. Two Jews heard that Hitler is going to pass by. Oh, God. So they decided to wait so they could kill him. You see how I'm telling the joke with, like, a little bit of flavor? Like, I'm telling it? As opposed to trans? Two Jews, they heard Hitler is going to pass by. So they decided to wait so they could kill him. Naturally, they're Jews. Well, you want to kill Hitler? They wait and wait, and he doesn't come. And they say, I hope he's all right. <laughs> what? I didn't know I had to do a bad Jerry Seinfeld impression. <laughs> well, ladies and gentlemen, patreon.com slash downside. You could get this once a month. We're going to be on, on meth next episode. Oh, my God. Thankful to Paige. Thankful to Russell. Thankful for Go see Gutenberg. Go outside. The doors say Debbie Downsider. Debbie Make Downsider. Hey, I'll put you on the list. I'll get you back in my dressing room. No, you this, won't. This is The Downside. One, two, three. Downside. Downside. You're listening to The Downside. The Downside. With John Marco Cerezi. <laughs>